Thank you for listening to the Paper Dungeon Podcast. In this episode, the party finds themselves finally reaching the village of Katyn. While scrambling for the ingredients to save Havel, the party rogue from an unfortunate curse, they find themselves dealing with ghosts, slugs, and sharkosauruses? Oh my, all this and more on today's episode of The Paper Dungeon. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Paper Dungeon. We're doing episode 15 today. Super amazing and exciting. Um, we're super excited. Don't have a ton of announcements to get through. Um, we want to say hi to Hannah and Grant as they just moved. Hi. Um, and so uh, they're over in New York and Louisville. Um, and so, yeah, super excited. Their setups are going to be changing a little bit, um, but we were able to keep streaming, which is super exciting. Um, we're also very excited. We're going to be doing a Valentine's Day one shot on February 8th. That will be DM'd by the lovely Miss uh, Lydia over here with her sword earrings and everything. Um, and so, yeah, very, very excited to do that as well. Look forward to that. Um, but otherwise, I think that's just about all of our announcements. Isn't that right, guys? Sure. So. Cool. Sweet. Awesome. Well, without further ado, then, let's go ahead and get into uh, episode 15 of The Paper Dungeon. Welcome to Nicomuros, a world full of sprawling cities and dark secrets. In the wake of the trial, a divine act of righteous judgment, the world has been launched into an era of rebirth. But there are those who still lust for darkness and ruin. Follow us across the continent of Talyra, from the deserts of Elon Rhine to the fields of Rivaluna. Deep in the Bloom Rose Ocean and high above the Alisar Mountains, our story will see our adventurers through glory, fear, and fortune as they make their way through the Paper Dungeon. So we're back, just trying to get a dice tower set up. So in our previous episodes, our party has been making their way to the city of Katyn, really the town of Katyn, um, the home of Renaya's mentor, Lada. Um, they have been traveling along the Obsidian Road heading west towards the coast um, and have encountered a few different things, eventually before coming across a black dragon who through some good parlaying and some word communications um, by the lovely Havel was able to um, parlay with this dragon and prevent them from being roasted alive or really uh, disintegrated alive um, on the condition that they would lead him to um, Terracolamos, um, basically the king of dragons to his horde as he had recently um, passed on into the afterlife. This allowed them to actually make their way over to Katyn, where they reunited with Lada um, and Renaya's dwarven friend Marv, um, and they began preparing for what they hoped to be a ritual to remove Havel's curse. Upon 
further inspection and the, the realization that this was a curse created by a hag, it was revealed um, that they need Andosun, a um, yellow stocked flower um, that is used as an herb to help uh, remove curses from hags. Um, and the closest place to get this herb was on the island of Luce, which is where, uh, let's see, where, what is it? It's called Arithal Keep. That's what it is. Um, where Arithal Keep, the home of Terracolimos, uh, resides. A little more discussion. It was revealed that Lada actually was the lover of Terracolimos and that this um, allowed for her to know just a little bit more about him and explain some of the situations that they were going to be encountering um, on the island of Luce, some of the people that are, might be guarding it, um, what they could expect, even though she had never been there herself. We ended the session with um, Aaron, or not Aaron, but uh, with a variety of different people having good conversations, um, a little guided destiny, um, and Aaron feeling or uh, Tarak feeling terrible for destroying his mentor's great uncle's aunt twice removed on the third side, you know, whole nine yards. Um, but we, we digress. We're not going to talk about that. Um, but yeah, we ended the session with everybody going to sleep um, in and around Lada's house um, and you all awake to a new day. The birds are chirping. You can hear the waves lapping on the beach down at the base of the cliff. Um, there's a slight breeze going through, um, just enough to be um, not a comfortable breeze, but actually like a little bit of a gust, a good wind is going. Um, and yeah, the day is yours. I'd like to start it off by waking up. Step one, wake up, done. Um, nice. And then I'd like to, I think Edward would go to wherever Havel is staying, actually. Okay. I'm on the beach. Mm -hmm. You're on the beach? I mm -hmm. fell asleep on the beach. All right, he goes to Havel's room, doesn't find him there, and then goes to the kitchen to find food. Havel did not he had a room. Havel did not have a room. You guys all just kind of grab chairs or the one couch, um, or Tarak was like on the ground outside. Like, yeah, you guys didn't really have rooms per se, except oh, for Lydia, who shared a bed with Lada. Okay, and then I wake up and see that Havel's not in the common area, and then I go over to Snoop to see if there's any food ready for breakfast. Okay. Yeah, you find a variety of different um, biscuits and breads. Um, it seems like one of the things that Lada does to entertain herself is bread making, um, and so there's a variety of different um, styles and types of doughs like that. Um, not a ton at the moment, but probably like three or four different loaves, um, and it's pretty easy to tear off a chunk. Um, yeah. Perfect. Edward grabs a little chunk um, and then probably would just sit at the table and just sit there eating. Maybe write in his journal a little bit. Yeah. Um, Renaya would have woken up early, done her ritual. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Lada then... is still asleep. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, I'll go ahead and head down and I'll start trying to make breakfast even though I'm not very skilled in that. Okay. Um, yeah, you have, like I said, there's obviously several different types of bread. You're a little bit more familiar with this kitchen, so you know where she keeps um, more of her pantry supplies, stuff like that. Um, there looks to be some cured meats that could be used to, um, you know, accompany that bread. No, there's not a ton there. Go ahead and just make uh, a general survival check for me. Fifteen. 
Okay, yeah, out of the little bit that they have, um, you managed to make a pretty decent meal um, with some cured meat. Um, you go and you go further, a little ways into the uh, into the town and we're able to find um, some chickens that, uh, there's a, a community coop that has um, hens that lay eggs. Um, and so you're able to grab some eggs and get those scrambled and fried um, along with the cured meats and the breads um, and a couple slices of cheese and stuff, that type of stuff. Um, you're able to kind of create a little, a little nice cozy breakfast for everybody. Yeah, Hannah? I would like to um, wake up and check on Ginger. She is uh, actually not in your pocket. Alright, I will look around for her. Okay. Um, Drew, where are you sleeping? Uh, likely, <clears throat> I slept outside towards the entrance of the house, I assume. Okay, yeah. On the little porch area? Yeah. Maybe in the rocking chair? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, after looking around a little bit, you see her curled up in his lap with his, like, he just has, like, one hand resting on her as she slowly breathes, um, with Cather, um, sitting in the rocking chair, lightly snoring, just ever so slightly. Alright, I will, um, at first be concerned, and then I'll clock that and just decide to leave her there. They're both sleeping, and I'll go, um, join Renaya and help her if she needs it. Hi. Uh, Trek just kind of hangs behind the house uh, towards kind of the area where uh, Renaya did a ritual. Uh, mm -hmm. He probably just propped himself up on that little like rock outcropping mm. and is just kind of sitting there staring out at the ocean, which is much too close. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, Trek actually sees Havel uh, wake up. Um, de-robe to his skimmies and take a swim bright and early. Yeah, it is of course he would. salty and cold between um, the cold ocean water and um, and the the intense breeze. Um, it's the only respite is when you go like kind of deeper underwater. You just kind of like hold yourself in for just a little bit. Um, as soon as you kind of spread out or you start swimming or you get up, it, you immediately feel that penetrating cold. But it's it's not to the point where it's uncomfortable. It's just refreshing um, and invigorating almost. Cool. Um, after that, Havel is going to uh, gather his things, put on <laughs> the bare minimum of his clothing. Um and I'm going to look for shells. Okay, yeah, go ahead and roll an investigation check. Yay, shells. <laughs> Ooh, shells. Shells! Hey, don't mock me, I'm okay, looking for gotcha. shells. <laughs> um, investigation. That is a 18. Nice, yeah, um, you start going through and you're finding some common ones, you know, just um, like halves of clams and like the classic like like clam shells, except with like the grooves through them. I don't know what those ones are called. I'm not a shell expertise. Um, but eventually you um, you manage to find uh, kind of just lapping in the water a little bit, a fully intact conch shell um, with uh, like little folds of it that come out to create spikes. Um, this white and black, uh, black tip conch shell. 
I take a peek inside. Nothing anything, happens. Anything inside it? Do we see anything inside it? At the moment, you don't see anything. I, at the moment, don't I don't see anything. Again. Okay. I I like hold it upside down, so that way like the openings out. A, l- like, a little wired. I pat it a little bit. As you like pat it, like three little tentacles. Kind of like black tentacles, kind of like wither out, oh. and just kind of like start reaching around before like the head of a snail. It looks like a oh. snail with like three tentacles on it, and it just kind of like wiggles around, like looking for something. And when it can't find anything to land on, it just like sucks itself back into the conch shell. Can you give us the sound that it makes when it sucks itself back into the conch shell? <laughs> Thank you. Um, I maybe it's friendly. <laughs> Oh, um, I uh, I try to coax it out. Okay. Again. How, how do you try and coax it out? I'm just gonna. I'm just okay. This is gonna gonna be a really good idea or a really bad <laughs> idea. I'm here for it. I'm just gonna like. I'm just gonna stick my finger in there. Just like, you know, just like, you stick your finger <laughs> and like you know, just like just, hello, hello, friend. <laughs> um. At first, you like you stick your finger in, and you immediately touch something cold and wet and slimy. And at first, you yep. immediately feel like a retract, yep. Yep. and then you keep your finger in there. And yep. after about thirty seconds or so, it slowly, like you can feel like brush, and then brush again before, kind of engulfing your finger just a little bit, mm-hmm. and it feels like it's almost exfoliating. You know, like the fish that eat like the dead skin. It almost mm-hmm. feels like what you would imagine that would be like it's just kind of it's not biting you it's not piercing the skin or anything like that it's just kind of like stripping your finger of all the dead cells on it um of his bone yes of like your salty bone <laughs> <laughs> i don't have fingertips but um wonderful it's revealing the freshest layer of bone yes i put it <laughs> i put it on my shoulder <laughs> okay um, with your half naked body, it you set it down and it kind of like, <laughs> yep. before like slowly just kind of making its way down your shoulder, leaving a trail of like slime and goo, but yep. also that same sensation of just stripping the uh, yep. the cells, the dead cells, and exfoliating your skin. Is it no, painful it's not painful at all. At all. It, okay, it's a weird sensation because it's not. It's not massaging you. It's not no, no. anything like that. And it's also not like scrubbing you. It's just okay. kind of this weird removal feeling. DM. Like, DM. Yeah. I have read books. Yes. <laughs> um, have I read any nonfiction aquatic life? Do I know? What kind of snail is this? Do I know what kind of snail this is? Roll an intelligence check. <laughs> I'm a smart lad. I've done, I've lived a secluded life for the most part. Ah, yes, the common sea snake. <laughs> what you get? Six. <laughs> you know, it's a snail. It's a snail, supposedly. Yep. It's probably not. I don't know. Are snails crustaceans? I don't think snails are considered crustaceans. No. You would know that. 
Snails aren't crustaceans, not, so it's not a crustacean. I don't believe they are, at least. I don't know. Yeah, Chat. I don't think they are either. <laughs> Chat, look it up for us. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Cool. Um, it's a gastropod. Man, I was really hoping that I, I just get a cool <laughs> shell, but uh, I don't really want to bother this dude. He, he seems pretty... Uh, seems like he's just vibing. At this point, he's gone down to the bone, pat, yeah. just past your elbow, and has like turned back around. It's not going up your arm. Okay. You know, he's he's not he's not hurting anything. I'll leave him on. Oh, um, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna make my way. I'm gonna make my way to the Smith. You can go ahead and figure out other people in the meantime. Okay. I'm I'm going to the Smithy. As track as you uh. As you're sitting there looking at the far too close ocean, you watch as Havel makes his way up the rickety wooden staircase up the cliffside um, before eventually making his way into Katin. Um, the wooden stairs don't quite go all the way back up to the house. Um, they're kind of like an in-between. Um, and so he doesn't actually have to go past the house to get into town. Um, but yeah, you see that as that happens. Mm. Um, I shiver in disgust at watching him swim in the ocean. <laughs> um at this point lada has woken up um she eventually emerges from her room um wearing a nice gown kind of a morning sundress um and making her way into the kitchen before quickly realizing that you have already made um all the food oh, good morning renaya good and morning oh, i made breakfast thank you i'm still wiping the sleep from my eyes and she goes and sits down and begins to um, prepare herself uh, some food. Aya, what did you make for us? Um, what I found. QDM, drinking water. <laughs> Sorry. It's got, we got meat and bread and eggs. Um, and any more details? You have hungry. to ask Lada. There's meat and eggs. I guess I, that would be fine. How do you like the bread? Me? Yeah. Um, like, like good bread, Ooh. like light, fluffy. No. Um, soft. <laughs> the bread that you're eating. How is oh. it? Oh, yeah, it's 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 pretty good. It's quite okay, good. Okay, good. Yeah, I made it's it myself. I'm no fresh. baker, but uh, I I've been trying my hand at it recently uh, as life has been. Um, Quaint. Quaint's a good word. Life has been quaint recently. Um, mm, so yeah, one of I've us. taken up bread making. And she kind of like looks at you, Renaya, with like this most like, help me, I'm so bored look. <laughs> well, I'm not one much to cook, but I guess it's a good trade. Comes it's definitely a good trade. One should always be able to cook for themselves. Yes. If I didn't know how to cook, then... I'd be in trouble. So I guess I'm in Good trouble. Good thing you know how to... Oh, I see. Uh, well, I kind of taught Renaya how to cook. Um, I'm not very good at it. Marv is kind of the, uh, the... He was the cook of the group. He really liked that. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not, like, super great at it. But uh, I kind of taught Renaya a little bit so she could teach you. I mean, she made great eggs, by the way. The eggs are great, Renaya. I very, very good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm actually going to get a plate prepared and go to take it out to Turek. Oh. 
Yeah, he's sitting where you were um, to do your ritual, uh, looking out over the ocean. You pass a snoring Cather. <laughs> I is Ginger awake? No, no. Okay. Well then, I'll I'll tiptoe and I'll head out and I'll peek around. Good morning. Oh ah, good good morning. Um, here's some breakfast. Is there any uh, any seafood in that? Nope. Oh, thank. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Tarek gladly. It's basically like he takes the plate, hands you back whatever silverware, and just goes and just like. Because <laughs> all he's all everyone has eaten seafood the whole campaign. Ah, actually true. Now that I think about it, there's only been seafood. Well, you are hungry. This is like the first time since like the hotel place that didn't have fish or shellfish. This is great. All right. Do you want to come in and join the rest of us? Oh, uh, sure. I can. Is is something going on or uh no, we just miss you. Um, have you seen Havel? Yes. Yeah? Where's he at? Yeah. I gotta go get another plate for him, too. Um, I don't know where he went. He was on the beach. Um, he's currently, uh, walking that way towards the, like, floor houses. You look over, and you can see him standing in front of what you know to be the semi-smithy Smithy's house. Um, <laughs> yeah, shirtless with what you can see to be um, a little black snail just like making its way up and down his arm. <laughs> he has got to start telling us what is happening. <laughs> God, I don't think any of us actually want that. Uh, I mean, have you met him? Okay, do you want, do, do you want to come inside and be with the rest of us. I mean, I can. That'd be very nice. Sure thing. I'd be glad to. Um, <laughs> is Havel within yelling distance? Oh, yeah, 100%. This whole town is like 100 yards in diameter. Havel! Ah! <laughs> Havel! Yeah, yeah, yes. What are you doing? Um... Potentially buying wares, I think. What? Why? Why not? That's fair. I made breakfast whenever you're ready. Thank you. I'll be there soon. Okay. <laughs> I'll go inside. <laughs> um, I, I would follow. like. I would like to have made a plate for Cather and Ginger, but they look the exact same. Ginger just has very small <laughs> portions. Um, I will not put any meat for her though, so it'll be like like eggs and some bread, and then it'll be like a couple breadcrumbs and like a really small like. If there were quail eggs, then she would have a quail egg, and he will have a regular one. But I just make them both. <laughs> um, and I'll go out, but I won't wake them necessarily on purpose. I'll just like place the plate down and kind of like stand in the doorway um i, I would i would you, i would say probably when the yelling started is when Cather woke up right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. as you go out ginger is still asleep um but Cather is like 
kind of just like looking out over the shoreline. Um, you can tell that he like just woke up. Um, right. But as soon as you bring the plate out, Ginger's like nose starts twitching before eventually <laughs> she like pops one eye open and kind of like starts slowly getting up and getting ready for breakfast and stuff. So I'll put her plate down and I'll hand um, Cather his breakfast. Th- thank you. Uh, I'll take it. And I'll, uh, I guess, make my way inside where there's a table. Right. <laughs> my favorite thing is that anytime that Melora does anything, Drew immediately hesitates before he responds. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's the danger zone, you know? <laughs> you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta tread lightly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you make your way inside, um, set your plate down, and joy, join um, Tarak and Renai and Lada and uh, the rest of the group. Everyone but half. How big is this table? It's enough to sit six. Okay. All right. This house is a TARDIS. <laughs> no, it's just they have one room that is just a table. <laughs> I'll exactly start it. to lift Ginger's plate, but like in a way to like suggest that she should get on it so that I can take her inside. She was nomming on a preset bread, and as you like begin to lift it up, she didn't quite get it at first, and she like keeps nomming, but like it's like slowly trying to like stay on the plate before eventually like crawling up on there. <laughs> Once she crawls, then I will gently bring her inside and just place her little plate on the table, and I'll take some bread for myself. Mm-hmm. So, you uh, I'll have a big day today then. How do you feel? Yeah. Um, well, I suppose we should probably get some supplies and make sure that we're well stocked before we go. That would probably be good. I think Uh, Havel might be on that, honestly. Um, I know we've got kind of two goals going here. Um, but how... How long are we expecting this to be? Because shouldn't we make sure we get Havel taken care of before we try anything too dangerous? I agree with that. I was I... just going to say, I think it's best if we go to the island. Maybe we can scout it out a little bit. Otherwise, we I... find the herb, we get back. I say we go for stealth, try not to bring attention to ourselves, retrieve the herb, and return another day so that Havel can be at his full... Potential, I suppose. Just, just fully existing, you know. Right. That would be good. Yeah. The the herb is gonna be in Amos's greenhouse. Um, he right. liked to study alchemy, and so uh, that would be where it is. You're gonna have to actually get into Arathal Keep, I think. All right. So uh, you okay. never went to the island, but do you know around what side of the island his greenhouse might be? Uh, the keep is in the center of the island. Um, All right. Yeah, I've been around it. I've never been on the island, um, but it's about 10 miles or so in diameter. Um, Why didn't you tell us this detail when we were talking about it earlier? Well, we're talking about it right now. In the middle of the island? How are we supposed Um, to do that if there are dragons and monsters? Well, we're having this discussion right now, so we're talking about it. I was thinking that if we get in, if we get that herb and get out to save Havel, I think that's a noble cause, and I think I might be able to do that. This is kind of another level, right? 
Like, we're walking into a death storm in the middle of a crazy island. I mean, I um, uh, look, I don't want Havel, Havel to die. But is this even obtainable? What if we hired somebody? I have money. We're who's hired, Edward. Oh. We were hired. And the price was that you're alive, sitting at this table right now. Right? I guess I do owe you that. Yes. How many times are we going to have this conversation every time there's a job, Edward? How many times do I have to save Havel's life? <laughs> but this is also about saving your own life. Yes, I know, I know. Just... And in turn, Havel saved yours by creating this deal that we're in. Yes, I know. I, I know. Um, oh listen, I'll, I'll do this with you. I'll, I'll help you get the herb. Oh, thank you so much. But... I don't know about storming the dragon's keep for his gold. Then that we'll get two date. boats, and you'll go separately. I'd also or like to point out, we don't even know if this exists. We might get there, and there might be no keep. I mean, I would very much like to get that herb, but might be a bit, uh, bit wiggly-wobbly, jibbly-jobbly on what we're going to encounter. I just want to say that. I want to be careful. The keep is there. The keep is there. I can assure you of that. Amos was very, very diligent in keeping his his manor well. And and how big is the keep? Um, let's see. Uh, I don't know how to what to compare it to. It's a keep. It's a castle. Um, it's a pretty big castle. It's a like castle. It's a castle, castle size. But if the castle was made for like a dragon, so it's like a, to scale Pretty of a dragon face, castle. I suppose it actually isn't to scale. It was originally a city. Um, a, a oh, so keep it's a whole city. city. No, it's not. No, no. It was a, a keep that had that hold that held uh-huh. people. Um, it was given to uh, Amos when they when he agreed to help. The humans and um, some of the other races fight off the elves. Um, it was a it was a gift to him, um, and so it, it was made by man. It was a, it was created by man and for man, and he just kind of took over the regency of it. He stayed in human form quite often. Yes, Renan. Nope. Nope. Any, anything you just said, um, sweetheart. Hello. There we go. Hi. Um, how much time does Havel? have enough that he's going to be able to like not be in a lot of pain let's see um well i extended about a day and a half to two days um and from my diagnosis i would say that he had about three days left so he probably has about five days or so before he dies to be be exact you said 36 hours if i remember correctly yes Yes. day and a half yes Great. Yeah, an have extra thirty. She extended it by an extra thirty-six hours. So, yeah. have you seen the castle, Lada? I have never seen it. No. Okay. If there is a castle, I suppose it would be interesting. The ancient architecture. You know, I mean, Edward, there might be some books there. Books. I mean, was... I mean, dragons are considered some of the greatest arcanists around. And Amos more so than others. He devoted a good portion of his life to it. 
Well, I can't say that that doesn't intrigue me. <laughs> I do enjoy a good read. When it's a good read. <laughs> Saving Havel's life? I don't know, some pretty interesting yeah. books. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's Saving already on board from Saving Havel's life. Books. It's about getting the gold. Melora is visibly holding her tongue, but yeah. it's like... Renaya's is giving Melora looks of like. And listen, Cather's eye, eye, and Renaya, while I and Ginger, while I and Melora. <laughs> Track eyeing the ocean. Uh, <laughs> have a eye in the blacksmith. <laughs> now you do have a good point. Dragons, I suppose, if if they are there, there's actually an ancient dragon and all that stuff, and it's not just tall tales. The amount of arcane knowledge that they would possess, the amount of arcane knowledge, not just arcane, just knowledge in general, that they would have at the keep is probably overwhelming. If it <laughs> has been... a major discovery from man. Picked through. I mean, you know, a lot has happened recently, right? But if that's what it takes for you to get excited about going, then yes, I suppose there's probably lots of books, lots, lots of information. <laughs> Imagine, though. If we were to be able to release some of the knowledge to the world, I bet it could do so much good. So many sure. people could do so much with it. But I mean, it's just sitting in a library. Right. And I guarantee you that it Probably has stuff that for the world reason? doesn't know. Right. Greed, maybe? They're dragons. That is kind of their specialty, isn't it? Amos was anything but greedy. Yeah, certain dragons, Edward. They're different natures but well i haven't heard many of those tales aren't you from Aklaron? yes sheltered sheltered interesting i i was taught by many good t tutors maybe that was a bit of exaggeration i know there's tales about certain dragons doing certain things but listen i don't take things at face value i I generally want to think through them, make sure they're real before I do this anything is, this, crazy. This like is the, the, hist island. the history of, hmm. of your country hmm. that we're talking Renaya. about. Renaya's getting a little fumes. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. politics is interesting. Um, people will make things the way they ought to be in order to make the place what it needs to be, if that makes sense. So I can't just take everything fair. as it may be. That is true. History is recorded by the winner. There it is. Um, <laughs> I suppose we could go to this island, see if there's a thing there. It would be good if Havel didn't die. I do want that. I'm not a crazy... It would be I'm, good I'm if Havel crazy. didn't die. So let's aim for that. <laughs> hey, let's. So glad to have your permission, Edward, to go to the island. You're so welcome, Lord. I'm glad we have decided on my mortality. Falling <laughs> <laughs> down a cliff of bad decisions and word placement. And he oh my goodness! Single gosh dang so, to so guys, and guys, like, I think we found. I think we found the session where Melora also joins the group of people who've punched Edward. I'm, <laughs> guys, we've I'm done predicting it. it. Oh. Guys, we've done it. We decided to save Havel. <laughs> Yay! The Thank you guys so much for watching. Than I could have ever God imagined. Speed. So long, Dungeon Games. We, we... <laughs> oh, no. No, yeah, no. I mean, whole I mean, last session. Today. 
I mean, that was, we really just, we came here to see Renaya's old friends. Yeah, we really. didn't come yeah, yeah. here to save Havel. Right. You know, I now we've established we're saving Havel. <laughs> Grant feels morally incorrect. That's why <laughs> he feels like he just won. So, do, 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 do. I don't you know, know how I feel. But Grant, but Grant, this is why I'm impressed by you every session. Oh, hey, thank DM. you, Andrew. So, you. speaking of Havel. Hey. Hi. So, you yelled back and forth. You yep. knocked on the door. You got a mm -hmm. snail just yep. exfoliating your skin. You've never glowed more so this ghostly Happy. white than in this moment. What are you going to do? Um, knock on the door again. I don't know. It's just, I, I'm going to the smithy. Is anyone Wait. home? Hello? Yeah. Is anyone you home? You knock on the door. Um, and after a little while, a little bit of rustling, uh, the door opens, and you can see this uh, little bit, kind of probably mid forties, uh, human man uh, with a little bit of a salt and pepper beard. What's up? I put my hands behind my back. Got it. <laughs> uh, hi, how can I help you? Um, okay. Uh, are are you the smithy in around uh, these parts? Yes, Benjamin Thorne. Um, really quick, I I can't. Before I shake your hand, um, I've been traveling for quite a while, and um, it, it looks a lot more concerning than it actually is. All um, right. I, 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 a bad hand of cards, perhaps, um, and and uh, lost. I, I okay. Put it simply, I was cursed by a hag, but. Don't panic. I have it figured out. Whoa, 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 whoa! And I show okay. them it. Okay. Like, yes, Calm yes. down. Okay. I am okay. I, it's just bones. Have you it's talked just, to Lada? I, She'd be able I've, to help I've you already, out. I've already talked to Lada. I'm not you looking for help for this. I, trust me. I'm not concerned about it. Just don't panic. I have gold. I can pay okay. you. I'm, I'm, a, I'm okay. a nice man. I just okay. All right. Well, I'm not. I'm not trying to judge you. Just trying to make sure that uh, I'm okay. You're not gonna okay. like curse me or anything like no, that. No, 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 no. Please. Uh, you know, I, undeath uh, is not something my, that I wish for. Uh, you know, I got a with, daughter. Yeah, tiefling with bone hands. You do. Yeah, well, Rosalind. She's she's my angel, man, and I just gotta make I'm, gotta make sure she's safe. No, no worries. I'm not going to do anything. Okay, and he like steps. He like steps forward through the doorway and closes it behind him, so you can't enter. Yeah. But he's trying to be like nice about it. Uh -huh. So, um, um, how can I help do, you? So, I'm guessing that you're not much of an artificer. Correct. Uh, no, not, not really at all. No. DM, do I know if it'd take an artificer to shave off the metal on the helm? It does. Um, roll? No, you don't need to roll. It probably doesn't take an artificer, but it a skilled would... artisan. Yeah, it would take a little bit of craftsmanship, more so to do it, more so to do it in a way without damaging the arcane symbols mm. than like actually like cutting the helmet. You know, it's not like these these this particular enchantment reinforces the helmet or makes it stronger by any means. It's just that you don't want to damage the arcane symbols so that it still has its enchantment. Right. Um, how how confident are you in your crafts in your craftsmanship, sir? Well enough. Well enough. Um, yeah, enough to make a living. I pull out the helm. And I go, this is an enchanted helm. Um, it allows the user, if I'm not mistaken, to um, 
understand languages. Oh, yeah. I can't. I cannot wear it. Makes sense. You have uh, a few obstacles to overcome. Correct. Is there any chance? I, I believe. Hopefully, I, I haven't looked too much into it. I do believe that most of the arcane symbols do uh, land on the brim. Could you cut this down into a circlet? Um, here, let me see it. Hand it to him. Potentially, um, I will pay you quite handsomely for it. It would take me a, a good amount of time because I have to preserve the symbols. I'm gonna have to punch a hole through it and then take off half of it without taking out the other half. It's just, there's it's a relatively complicated process for the tooling that I have with me. Um, I think I could do it, but it'd probably take me a day or two of work. Hmm. Hmm. Um, well, luckily for you, um, I uh, will be away for a moment. So, right. how, how much do you how much do you fancy this could cost me? How does how does five gold sound? I'll tell you what, sir. You have a daughter to take care of. You're a family man. A man I can trust. I can see it in your eyes. Uh, thank you. I gold. appreciate it. And I hand it to him. I go, take care of yourself, and uh, I will see you in two days. All right. And and your name? Um, I am Havel. It's a pleasure doing business with you, Havel. Appreciate this. Pleasure is, the pleasure is all mine, friend. All um, right. Is there is there a general store anywhere around here? Um, you're just going to be looking at the inn. That's where most of the supplies end up being dumped. Neat. Thank you. Yeah, of course. I go to the inn. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you enter, and it um, it is more of a house that they've kind of turned into a bed and breakfast. Um, Retro. But yeah, you can see that there's like a cramped amount of tables in here with one staircase that leads um, up on the right side, one staircase that leads up um, to the second floor. Um, there's one uh, dwarven woman who is currently um, hanging out behind. Um, they've kind of fashioned the kitchen so it's underneath the stairs that go up the right side. Uh, and you can see there's a couple, um, two or three uh, residents who are currently um, eating some food at the tables. Um, yeah, I walk in, uh, hands in my pockets. Um, hello? Uh, hi, how can I help you? Uh, uh, hi. So, I, I recently had been, I, I was doing business with the, um, with the smithy, um. Oh, Benjamin, he's a nice man. Yes, yes, Benjamin. Um, very nice man. Um. I was told that you uh, may have in your possession some dropped-off goods or equipment. I'm, I'm traveling through and um, could very much use uh, a resupply. Uh, we might have what you're looking for. What What are you looking for? Um, well, first and foremost, one or two tents would be wonderful. Um, I don't think we have any tents. Well, that's unfortunate. Uh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, um fine. Is there, is there anything else that you could be looking for? I have blankets, if you'd like, or like bedrolls. No, I need something waterproof, unfortunately. <laughs> you know, that is fair. Um, 
a tanner might be able to help you. Unfortunately, we don't have any here. Do you have clothing? We have clothes. Yeah. Um, they might be able to fit you um, or so a few other people of your size. They're kind of general purpose, and so they're not tailored by any means. But I don't know. That's fine. Um, it's a, a work mm. short of some kind would be would be uh, optimal. Um, and perhaps some some pants and uh, unless and like he's looking at his like battered boots he's mm-hmm. like ah, I I would I I only had one pair but I mean I, I, you know travelers travelers boots are really nice okay uh here let me can let me just kind of check my my storehouse and see how where I got um and she goes back into kind of the small little closet just under the stairs. Um, before eventually coming out with um, a couple pairs of pants and some shirts and a pair of boots. Uh, I had a couple of different sizes. Um, there's a bigger and a smaller one for both the pants and the shirt. And they're, they're both, they're made out of the same, kind of like a, um, uh, just a thin cotton shirt um, and then uh, regular trousers. Um, but the boots are actually some nice like work boots, like leather work nice. boots. Wonderful. Uh, I'll take a lot of them. And do you have, by any chance, a tarp or two? Yeah, we have. I have a tarp, and she goes. Um, and she goes out back and comes in with a used, dirty tarp. Like, what about this? That, or do you that, need it brand new? I couldn't care less. Okay. And she folds it up rather neatly um, <laughs> and sets that right next to it with the boots on top of that. Wonderful. Uh, and. Do you have any cured meats on you by any chance or dried meats? Uh, yes, yes. I have dried meats. Plenty of mm. dried meats. How much would you like? How many pounds? Um, you know what? I'm feeling frivolous today. Let's go five pounds. Okay. Yeah. Five pounds of dried meat. Um, at which point she goes into the back of the kitchen and pulls out um, a, a half full sack. Wonderful. There you are. Okay. Um, um, anything else that I can get you? Well, let's see here. Well, you're you're a coastal town. Um, anyone make any uh, jewelry? You know, of, of the uh, the local. Uh, uh, Martha does. Martha. She, she, yeah, Martha. She just is in in that house over, and she just points out the window, and you can see um, probably the smallest house um, there. Uh, and it's, it's ordained or not ordained, but, um, ornamented with, um, uh, wind chimes and little decorations and doodads, all just, you know, that, uh, the very coastal vibe, like yeah, yeah. Yep, gypsy, yep, yep. gypsy wares that they kind of make, yep. um, you know, with nets and all that good stuff. Um, oh, 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 really quickly, actually, um. And at this point, Havel speaks to the room and he goes, does anyone have a scarf on them? Um, I? I will buy it off you for a gold. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> this this uh, little, older, little older gentleman with a little bit of a beer belly, nice white beard uh, that has kind of a red, a faded red scarf, kind of pulls it off his neck. And the gold piece. Thank, Thank you, sir. You. And yep, I hand it to him. <laughs> And then he immediately just goes, another keg, please. And to you, sir. 
Um, and he uh, and I was going to look at the and go. Um, how much do I owe you for all the fine wares? Um, ooh, uh, let's do. But actually, no. Tell me, tell me the price actually first. Two gold. Two gold. Um, uh, being a coastal town, do you have any? Do did you get any fresh apples or? Oh no, no fresh apples. No. Okay. Well, coconuts. No coconuts either, unfortunately. Yeah. Fruit is uh, a little bit harder to to <laughs> travel, and coconuts don't grow anywhere near here, as far as I no. know. I, I, you know, beggars. Um, I give three gold, and I say I may return. All right, I will keep that that in mind. Thank you very much. Um. I'm gonna take that all. Mm-hmm. Um, and is there are there any like are there any like poles nearby? Anything like pole like? <laughs> Anything tall? There are posts all over. Posts. Uh huh. <laughs> How tall of a post? Well, there's the posts that hold up the uh, the um, cover to the porch on the outside okay. of this house. Um, there are like little three foot posts that kind of line the town. Okay. Um, okay. Um, so, mm. how big is the tarp? The tarp's, uh, 10 by 20. 10 by 20. Oh, okay. okay. Good size tarp. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll figure that out later. Okay, I, I go to the 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 the, 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 the jeweler. Um, I swear this is important. <laughs> okay, yeah, you uh, approach uh, the tiny house. Uh, it's covered, like I said, in nets that have shells hanging from them and wind chimes made out of uh, uh, washed-up twigs and shells and yeah, yeah. random assortments of porous rocks and pumice stones and all all the likes. Um, every once in a while, you'll see like. Like she's tried her hand at glass blowing just mm. a little bit, but is not skilled in it at all. Um, mm. And so she's kind of gone more with a uh, uh, artistic interpretation. <laughs> and so she has like just globs of glass. Ah, uh, yes. That kind of catch the light. Yeah, a very abstract esque type of thing. I, I approach and knock. Uh, before you even knock, she opens the door. <gasps> Hi. Hello. I am Martha. It's a pleasure to meet you. How can I help you? Um. Okay. Really quickly. Don't freak out. I show her my hand. I go, I'm okay. I swear. Uh, don't freak out. Okay. I've already talked to her. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want some essential oils? They help ah. you out a lot. You know? <laughs> no. Um. I was told that you make jewelry, though. I do. Wonderful. Um, what do you need? Do you want to commission something? Yes, actually. Um, Fantastic. How can I help you? I require two anklets. Okay. Braided, chains, um, shells, no shells. What, what do you want? Shelled. Okay. Um, yes. Uh, a, I require a one necklace. Uh, okay. You, you can leave a single shell on that one. I don't frankly care too much about that one. Okay, okay, okay. Um, make make them give Here. each one give each one and a she, distinct oh okay. She just pulls out a crate 
that's okay. about a foot deep and piled high with shelves. Why don't you pick out the ones that you want? Okay. Um, so I'm gonna choose. I'm gonna choose five distinct shells. Okay. Um, we're gonna do. There's a pink one. Do a pink yeah. one. Yeah, there's um, a few different ones. You got like sand dollars, you got pretty traditional okay. shells, um, and then a variety of rather unique shells in a variety of different colors. Do do a pink one. We're gonna do one that's like real colorful. Like it's got it's got it's got spackling. Pink. We're gonna do one that's like like a like a like a deep blue or or you know like oceanic vibes, you know. Okay, okay. Um um we're gonna do one that's just plain white <laughs> okay but but in particular if it's chipped or got a tiny hole in it the more the better and then we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna do what, what i find a medium-sized one like all of these have been like relatively like like they've been biggish but they, mm -hmm. they're like kind of on the small end i get one that's like a little chunkier you know okay <laughs> Yeah, um, you managed to that, find, and that one can be like a beige. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, you you managed to find um, just about everything you're looking for. There's a few um, kind of pinker. They look like they were probably like red when they were first made, but they faded over the sun and the salts and everything like that, kind of creating this like nice salmon pink color. Um, okay. There's kind of this uh, green. Uh, green one with this spackling of black along the edge of it that kind of fades up into it. Um, and then there's the deep blue one where it starts a nice deep um, rich blue and actually fades to kind of this oceanic um, sky blue. Uh, towards the end of the shell, you have the white one that has these three um, little holes in it, kind of in the center of it. And then you have this large beige one that looks like it was probably, you know, a whole clan at one point. Um, yeah. Um, and like, and you can make that big one into a necklace as well. Um, Wait. I don't, and I think about it for a second. I go, yeah, we'll give it a shot, anyways. Um, <laughs> um, also, very quickly, um, I have failed to ask everyone in this town, do you know what this is? <laughs> I point at the snail. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reaper snail. What does that do? Uh, I use them to exfoliate personally, and she pulls out um, a little that. tank that has that. three of them in it. It's been doing that. Does it? Does it? Does it have long-term like negative effects? Grant, don't say anything. <laughs> I've been doing it for years, and I look great. Um, you can tell that she's well-worn from years of constantly battling the elements right here on the coast. Yeah. Um, but not as well-worn as she should be for what you'd assume her age is. Cool. Um, why do they call it a reaper snail? Because it's technically like reaping the dead skin off of you. Ah, do they make good pets? I love them. This is George, Frank, and Sarah. Bro, everyone's got a snail. I'm sorry, I had to say something. You can keep going, but I'm um, freaking out. What? I just go, nice. Ah. Uh, you want anything else? Is there anything else that can make you? You said a couple of anklets, a couple of bracelets, yeah, maybe yeah. a necklace, so, so, earrings. So, going, so okay, okay. I see you're one for the piercings. I can make something for your nose. Uh, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> so yes, we need two anklets. Okay. Do you? Um, and uh, I prefer if it is the pink one and the greenish speckled one. 
um, I require, um, you know what? Let's do one, uh, one bracelet, um, and that one can be the um, the one that's partially damaged. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, find beauty in the uh, in, in the broken. Um, I love that. Um, the the purplish one can be made into a necklace, and the larger one can also be made into a necklace. Okay, I can do that. Um, when would you like these by? Uh, whenever you have them, I'm going to be out for a little bit, so you uh, you could take a couple of days on it. That's totally fine. Um, and uh, I was like, I and I mean, I don't know. Ooh, actually. <laughs> Tell me. Um, oh God. Could you? This is all. This is all me. Um, could you make? I don't know something ornamental. Oh, I can do it. Ornamental with my. With my I see these horns. Uh-huh. Like they, they just get in the way. And I can imagine. Sake, they're very they're very fiendish, but you know, I just I just think they're bland. Okay. So, um. I don't know. I don't know. If you have any ideas, how, feel free. I don't how, how royal do you want it to be? I'm... <laughs> and Havel just like kind of gives a cocky side eye and is just like, have you seen me? Oh, I see you. Alright. <laughs> I'll whip something up. <laughs> Wonderful. And Havel puts down five gold and goes, enjoy. And Thank then- <laughs> you very much for your business. Um, and he's gonna go back. <laughs> um, as you're going back, she doesn't quite close the door right away. She just kind of like watches you walk away <laughs> for just a little bit before eventually closing the door. And then she like pulls one curtain aside for just a second before. I do have that effect on people. Eventually going back over, and you assume getting started on something. Cool. Yeah, I uh, I go uh, I go back to the shack. Bye. And uh, I kick open the door and I go, good news. Ah, uh, I, I didn't <gasps> find, I didn't find a tent. What? So I guess bad news, but I found a tarp that is better than using our bedrolls and blankets. <laughs> At least we have a tarp. Um, as Havel busts in and starts talking, a very unhappy Renaya just walks over with a plate, hands it, and then walks back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Once Melora realizes it's Havel, she um, <laughs> puts a dagger away. <laughs> Edward says, Havel, I have good news too. We're going to go get your herb, and we're going to go heal you. Oh, We've thank the divine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Edward, I always, I always knew you would do the right thing. I found well, this a I couldn't let you die, right? Of course. Tarak. Oh, yeah. You've been having trouble eating. Hmm? Oh, you didn't. Well, you didn't eat last night. I don't eat here, anything here, that comes from water. Here's five pounds of beef jerky. That's great. <laughs> this is an excellent de- development. <laughs> I'm going to go change. Food. I'm going to go change into my seafaring clothes. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go put on my new clothes. Okay, beach, do beach we, episode. Do we, have, <laughs> do we have a seafaring vessel? Great um, question. I there's not like a. I don't have a boat, but kind of the town has 
a boat. And is the town using their boat today? I don't think so. It's down uh, yes, the town. at the beach. Uh, right. Does it cost to rent? And is there a... No, it's kind of whoever takes it has it at the moment. Maybe we should go... Great, uh, I start walking up the I follow. <laughs> well, yeah, you guys um, go over to the cliff edge and look down, and you can see one, basically a dinghy. Oh, that, oh, that you guys have as as your boat, and it can, but it can fit six people. Probably. Ah. Someone might be sitting on Tarak's lap. Uh, don't look at me. Tarak, let's be honest. Tarak's gonna be sitting on someone else's lap. <laughs> Tarak's gonna be sitting on the beach. Okay. Doesn't fit. I can't go, guys. Oh my goodness. All right. I. I. Is that, is that the boat? It looks like it's, that? that's the boat. Yes. Can we all I... fit on that? I. We'll see. Will it sink? Will probably not. Probably not. But we may have to get comfortable with each other. Okay. I mean, it couldn't be worse than the Fae, right? <laughs> Lada, Lada walks up to you, um, Renaya, and just says, Catherine and Malora can get together anyway. They already are all the time. <laughs> Wait, did she say that to the whole group? Good no, Renaya. she just said it to Renaya. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Good. Oh, dear. <laughs> Everyone knows, apparently, except for Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, do do we are we do we want to go now? I mean, well, if on we're going cue, to get Havel's herb, probably <laughs> Havel needs to join us. On cue, hey. Havel struts down, wearing his leather-worn boots <laughs> and new slacks and well-worn like dress shirt, like just, you, just pulled up to the bicep, you, wearing the red <laughs> scarf. <laughs> Havel comes down the stairs. In probably the most plain garb you've ever, any of you have ever seen him in. Oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah. just brown pants. Yep. Nothing nice about them. They barely even fit him. Like, you can see that he's tied yep. something around them to keep them yep. on his hips. Um, and, like, a, a, probably a size too big, baggy white cotton shirt that has, like, the uh, the cross right there, where you can tie the cross ties right there. Um, oh, with a little scarf, faded and well-worn that like does not match his purple complexion at all it kind of like clashes that's the point look how nice you look you're really going for the whole like pirate Local vibe like sailor I, well it was either that or i uh wear my well-worn and dirtied clothing that i've been wearing for the last week so I I think he says as I look down at my armor that it's like scratched and dented. (laughs) (laughs) I think we can all agree that we're glad you had a change of clothes, Havel. You look okay. You you all... I look more than okay, Edward. I I would say so. Um, (laughs) I start getting the coat ready. (laughs) I start to help as well. (laughs) I offer Ginger my pocket as I help. Yeah, she gets in and gets comfy. Avil, are you wearing a backpack, and does that backpack contain a snail, or can we visibly see a snail crawling yeah. up and down your arm? Um, is that a snail? There, there, there has been a snail on my arm this entire time. Oh, great. What is and that thing? Is that, oh. is that a, uh, did it come with a shirt? 
Yes, his name is Sassafras. Sassafras? Yes. Is that a, a nickname? Short term? No, that's that his name. He's a reaper. Sassafrancis. Please tell me you did not buy a snail instead of a tent. No, of course not. I found um, them. His name. We call him Sassy. So oh, a wild snail that may or may not carry diseases. How wonderful! I'm so glad it's we a added reaper him to the snail. Group. It doesn't have diseases. No more diseases than you do, Edward. I don't have diseases. DM. <laughs> yes. Would Renaya know of these snails? Oh yeah, hundred percent. They're all Would over. Would Renaya be able to have had a pet snail in the past? Hundred percent. You probably had four or five. They die real fast. <laughs> they don't live for very long. <laughs> oh. Hi, Sassafras, and I'm gonna go over and I'm just gonna look at it. I won't pet it or anything, just like look at it. <laughs> it kind of like it stops for just a moment. It's it's a snail. Okay. But it's a cute <laughs> snail. Snails are very Pretty cute. cute snail. Snails are very you know, cute. It, when have, when like, you go little... over to it, it's been like. And then it stops, and like the three little tentacles just kind of like reach up and just kind of like brush your chin just a little bit. Before it like starts reaching up and starts crawling onto your face. Ah! Oh, oh no! Oh, I can't bear to watch. Look, Sassafras is on my face. Very, very, very nice, Renaya. Lime is on your face. It exfoliates. Just, right. Oh, no. Slowly makes a circle <laughs> down your nose, and like it gets to the end of your nose and is like. So like, Ed, Ed, so, so like before like uh, turning around and like down on your cheek. Ha Havel is dying still, so perhaps we should get going. Great, perhaps we should go. Um, I I beg to differ. I've never felt more alive. Everyone in the boat. Hey, Havel, uh, don't I let that thing touch me. Is Tarek? Where's Tarek at? I... Well, I'm standing right next to uh, Lana. <laughs> on on the beach. Uh, Lana is about oh, to yeah. go over. Yeah. Well, yep. you all have a great journey. Uh, she goes over to Renaya. I love you very much, and I will see you in a few days. She gives you a really nice, tight hug. You got this. You can show them what's up. I got It'll be this. just fine. Yeah, you do. <laughs> okay. Have fun. If you need anything, Renaya will heal you. She's really good at that, I along with many, many other talents. I go up to Lana. <laughs> yes, have one. And I go. Thank you so much for uh, housing us. Um, it was of very, course. it was a very, it was my pleasure to meet you. Can you take care of Sassy? I can take care of Sassy. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank God. And she just puts him on her arm and just lets him kind of go <laughs> up and down. Wonderful. I appreciate you so much. Just bring back your herb, and I'll be able to help out more. Hey. Thank you very oh much. <laughs> Big day for Sassy, huh? This, this thing is feasting. Oh, God. <laughs> What's that even mean? It's, it's been on like six different people and it's just been like slurping up Dude, dead this, skin. This, like this it's, guy, this, it's having a great time. This, it's having, this it's having the time of its life. Charcuterie board, bro. Yeah. <laughs> skin. Oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, in the boat, let's go. Um, does, Tarak, yeah, does Tarak go towards the boat? No. Renaya actually takes a few steps and then looks back. Tarak. I'm standing, hands on my hips. <laughs> I wave. Uh, Tarak, you're, you're, you do realize 
we need you to come with us on the boat, right? Aye. What? Uh, nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, see ya. <laughs> no, I'm just Okay, kidding. okay, look, Trek, we, we, you are a very capable person that we need with us on this very Aye. dangerous island. Oh, that's great to hear. So you should get on the boat. Is there a bridge? No. This well, is our bridge, nope. and Edward points out the boat. That's how that's, it works. That's a boat. Yes. Yeah, slash bridge, because it gets us there, right? That's not a bridge. No. Well, it's, you, it... you will not actually be um, touching the water. We'll be, we'll be yeah. in a boat. And you've, that, already, mm, you've already faced the ocean before. Orcs have been around for a while, Here we and go. not a single orc has ever been on a boat. And you could be the first. I don't want to be the first. You're going to make history. I would rather stand waist deep in a lava flow. I would prefer if you didn't do that and instead got on the boat. I would rather be eaten by ravenous sand rats. I don't want you to do that either. I just want you to get on the boat. (laughs) This is not really up for debate. Okay, Listen, Tarak, well, honestly, as much as I hate to admit it, if we go there without you on that island, it's more than likely that we're all going to die. Would you like us to die, or would you like to uh, just, you know, maybe sit in a, a boat? Okay, so like here are the Indian. options. Either A, you go to the, you go and you have a chance, or B, you take me on the boat and we get devoured by the dead. But not if you're there. No, 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 no. I... Because I'm there. Why? I'm sorry, I'm not following. Okay. So, I've been kind of getting the vibe recently that you all don't know what happens to people when they die. Because y'all have been, like, eating, like, fish. And, like, other things. And, like, you have whatever that is on your arm. I'm not sure if you've noticed how and that is, is the equivalent of Satan. He has a point. No, no, I <laughs> am the equivalent of Satan. What? Also, no, you're just a. Yeah, no, who, you're who's DM Satan? Only. A friend of mine. DM. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's a That's it's an awesome. arch devil. It's not commonly yeah. known. Though. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's, it's strange that he'd be above. like in just like a common phrase like that. Yeah, mm. maybe it's an orc thing. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, no, not going, not going on the ocean. Don't want to tell you. DM really quick. Yeah. How long would it take? How long would this sail go? How how long is it going to take? You know, it's only, it's only like a mile away. So. Could we make it there in an hour? You know, yeah, probably an hour rowing on the dinghy. Are you 100% confident we can make it there in an hour? I mean, I think that's more of an up to us thing. Okay, Great. I look at Cather and I go, I, if we could make it there in an hour, I think I can I can do something for Tarak to help him out. Build a bridge? No, I can actually create a floating disc so that way you do not make contact with the boat or the water. That does not help. Wh- why? The problem is the water and me being on or above or around it. But this see, if you're, on a, if you're traveling o- on a bridge, you're still traveling over the water. Aye. At least then I can run. I have a suggestion. This this thing will still be moving. What do you want? Yes. Edward, yes. Sorry. What if, Tarak, 
you were not visible to the eye. Oh. Am what I if... invisible to the nose and the ineffable senses of the undead? Yes. Yes. You, you, I, I have a spell that makes you completely and entirely un, unattainable. Uh, oh, uh, I, unable to track. I it's remember called, reading about that spell. Yes. Uh, it's, it's called undetection. Uh, <laughs> hey, DM, is yeah. he lying? Someone have, inside hey, check. Hey, DM. I have the spell can I, can invisibility. I him, can I give him advantage? <laughs> yes, 100%. Aaron, roll an inside check. Grant, roll a deception check with advantage. Hey. This is so fun. Come on, Grant. You got my assistance, Dang, Broski. That's baby. That's Hi, baby-er. Um, oh, no. I should have rolled see. it. Big sad. Yes. Undetection. Uh, <laughs> undetection. Oh, dang it. That's a, that's a 11. 14. Dang it, dude. I rolled a 15 <laughs> on die. You should have given it to me, bro. Undetection, <laughs> Tarak. It works. I've been working on it. Um... All due respect to you, Edward. You're at best a third-rate magician. <laughs> well, at least I'm not afraid of water. The water is fine. I love water. Water is great. The problem is what is in the water. All right? Just because you don't know about it doesn't mean it isn't there. <laughs> Edward looks over to Havel and says, Somebody's afraid of snails. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, they are um, undead creatures of hell. You're not undead. What? In the case okay. called a reaper snail, but it's not. It was worth it's a shot. It's, it's called a reaper listen, snail. If you oh, don't what? Wanna, yeah, wait, if you don't hold on, hold on, spell, hold on, whatever. hold on. Have to track. Let me get this straight. Your, your concern is undead. Yeah. You have two cleric. Aren't you a paladin? And a paladin, yes. Yeah. So you know when undead are around. Yes, I, I know where they are. It's right there. <laughs> Mr. DM, sir, if I use yes. my divine sense, is the snail undead? No. No, it's not. Hmm? I said the, no. The snail is not undead. Oh, Catherine oh, said okay. that. <laughs> uh, undead? Maybe not. Dead? Yes. Spawned from the dead? Yes. Came from the ocean? The oceans of dead? Yes. You can't argue it's with a problem. that logic. <sighs> Edward, you're not helping. Alright, fine. We'll go without Tarak then. And be a downer person. And risk ourselves even more. <laughs> I get on the boat. And I get into my rowing position. I will await you. Tarak? Here. Yeah. Tarak. We're about to go into a very dangerous thing. Um, Renaya could be in danger. I... You would have no say in whether or not she's okay. Protect uh, myself pretty well. Pretty I know, better. but you're com you're completely okay with the idea. Yeah. No, that I'm so helpless. You're you're completely okay with the idea that Renaya go on this boat that apparently is very dangerous, according to you. Great. Oh no, go it's to... it's probably fine. So... They aren't hunting you. Since I you're staying. So, Tarak, you're staying then, right? I'm not getting on that water. Would you like to be able to at least see them as they go across? Oh, just okay. Oh, she, wonderful. I'm going to cast a spell on you real quick. Uh, and she casts Feign Death and touches you. And you go into a, a death-like state um, for Success. the hour. <laughs> Success. 
<laughs> yeah, um, uh, yeah. Hold on. Wait, does he get a save or anything? Uh, it's, it's a willing, a willing creature, creature, and I admitted that I, yeah. I would be fine with it. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty funny. What? Okay, what? Okay, yeah, he's really heavy. Carry him. Okay. Pick him up. Pick him up. Yeah. Somebody else try to help. Put him down. <laughs> it's not worth Put trying. Okay, Edward, Edward, shut up. Edward, Take him up. Shut up and help. Uh, he, he grabs a leg. <laughs> I grab a leg. You guys <laughs> managed to get him into the dinghy, and between him, just like strolling out the dinghy, he takes up. Most of the space. Great. Feels really bad. Is he going to be mad at us? This is yes, kind of but it's me. okay. He, Big brain. He may very well be, but once we are there, I hold on. No, 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 no. She won't be mad at us. Die on right? the water, Tarak is going to kill all of you, and he is a peaceful man. But <laughs> you, you, you said if we die, so on we, the we water, already have been all right. dead. So like, look, I will hunt you down. I will personally follow <laughs> okay, you to the gates well, of hell. Well, at least we have a new cushy seat until he wakes up, right? <laughs> Actually, here. Uh, I cracked um, myself up. I, I, Very funny, take, take him off the boat. We need more room. Take him off the boat. What? <laughs> what? Take him off the boat. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, Havel, no, disc. we are not going yes, to drag him I behind us. I snap my fingers and produce a floating disc. <laughs> this All is right. even really worse. But Havel, Havel, if he wakes up... He well, we better get going. You shouldn't we? <laughs> What He's already you, on the water. What if you see a floating sea snail, another one, and you want to pick it up and you forget about poor little Tarak? We better this. get going or else he's going to wake up. Okay, I'm going go, to hurt go, you. Go, 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 fine, go. Fine, fine. Is this like a rowboat? Yes, <laughs> yes. it's a dinghy. Right. So right. yes, it has I'm, oars I'm, and a rowing mechanism. I'm going to start right. rowing once people are Who has right. good strength scores? Me, me, me too. And me and Renaya, I assume. Right. I have mm. I have an okay strength score. Edward Our does do calisthenics. How, how many people? <laughs> how many people can 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 row? My saving there throw is two oars. Okay, so two people. Oh, All right. how much weight do you think you can carry on that thing? Tarak is not on the floating disc. Small Plenty. boy. Oh, a, a horde. I a guess horde. you did carry me that one time. Yes. Oh, <laughs> like thirty pounds. <laughs> Oh, well, if Tarak dies, it's not my fault. He's not going to die. He's not going to die. It's going to be fine. fine. Rowing. <laughs> Malora will take... To be exact, I can hold up to 500 pounds. Ginger out yes. and put her on her shoulder so that she oh. can see the sights. <laughs> Almost like a dog. She like, starts sticking her tongue out to like catch the breeze and just like enjoy it. Yeah. And I'll take the time to re-braid my hair while we're in the bowl. Okay. Dog squirrel. Squirrel so, Cather... Uh, pushes you guys off before getting into the boat and then sitting down next to Renaya so you guys can um, row away. And you guys slowly begin making your way towards the island of Luce. Yes? Very important. I stand at the front like like freaking George Washington. George Washington. Washington. <laughs> <laughs> With Havel guiding the charge as you guys slave away behind him, yeah. rowing and rowing. Like a true king. Um, <laughs> after about 10 minutes or so, your guys' arms are aching. Mm. Um, and you really don't feel like you've made a whole lot of progress. I'm going to need both of you guys to make uh, um, strength saving throws. Strength, strength saving throws. Yep. Unfortunate. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. I got a dirty 20. Nice. Ew. Solid. 
that's higher than me. With my 13. Okay, yeah, yeah. You guys manage to keep pushing through um, and make it good ways. And after about half an hour or so, um, you make it about halfway um, across this channel towards the island. Um, as you guys are going, um, you're enjoying the breeze, enjoying the look. There's three islands just off the coast right here. Um, the biggest one that you're going to is Luce, um, with two smaller islands that are just um, further down the coast. And as you guys are going, you're just enjoying the scenery and enjoying the, um, the landscape around you when, uh, Edward, at the corner, right? You just, you, it's not a big deal. But you could have swore you saw something move in the water. Um, <laughs> hey, it's it's not a big deal. But I could have sworn out of the corner of my eye, I just saw something move in the water. And it's probably a fish. Yeah. Right. It's it's a, it's we're we're in the ocean, fish. Edward. There's fish. Yeah, I'll big fish. Take Ginger we're in the middle off of the ocean. My shoulder and hold oh. her instead. <laughs> this was a bad idea. This was stupid. This was stupid. This was stupid. Hey. Tarak, I'm gonna need you to roll a d6 for me. Uh huh. Great. Oh. Yeah, punks. Can you I, thought I was joking. Can I? We didn't do it. Lada did. <laughs> I was just gonna, you know, Wait, to be fair, Catherine was ready to leave Tarak behind. I'm just saying. You don't wanna do that. Thanks, DM. Five. Five? Five tentacles. Okay. <laughs> no, <I'm> just <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so you guys keep rowing. The, the uh, arch devil That's, that's how many party members again. die immediately. Obviously. Right, yeah. You yeah. all die immediately. Tracks is the track. only one left. Yes. No, be because a... I'm dead, and if, if gosh dang, Havel goes unconscious, I fall into the water. I'm not going to fall unconscious. <laughs> hey, Edward tried to save you from that situation, man. Just saying. Edward's I have the, the right dodge here. action. Edward's doing so many great things. I know. Wow. <laughs> I know. Guys, I'm blushing. Exam. By the way, Let's just yeah, get to, to the be story. exact, I put my armor underneath the the, fi the like not so fine clothing. Okay, that's fine. It's aesthetic. So <laughs> you guys are swimming along, and um. You keep going, and the um, the movement kind of shifts, and then disappears for a while. And at this point, you guys are just trying to row as fast as you can to get to the shore, um, and you're making good progress. After about another 10, 15 minutes, you begin to let your guard down, and this time, Melora, you see it. Um, a fin that comes out of the water, a, a dark gray fin um, with a little tear in it. Um, comes out of the water about 30 feet to the left of the boat. And then it appears again, like 15 feet. Um, are there are there sharks um, in the water? DM. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but I call them sea dogs to make me feel better. Oh, no, I was asking, like, what are you asking? Oh, I was asking if there's sharks. Are there sharks in the water? Um, you've never been out in the water, far enough into the water, that you would know. Um, roll a, um, roll an intelligence check. It's still canon that Renaya calls them sea dogs. It is canon. Yes. Oh, well, mm, 
I rolled a three, so... You're Still not really sure. That. You know, Still like, it's the ocean. Sharks are in the ocean. You've never seen one, but... I... 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 I know about sharks, but they scare me, so I call them sea dogs. <laughs> um, there is, there is a uh, chance that there is a uh, sea dog um, approaching the boat. Edward stops playing uh, his divine sense. piano and says, Divine what? sense? Uh, uh, you do not sense anything, Drew. That's good. Um, what do we yeah. do? What do we do? Get to the um, center. Edward rolls onto his back into the center of the boat. Okay. On the bright side, into Renaya. On the bright side, it's not undead. I'm sorry. I'm not about to get grabbed off this boat. Comforting. Um, Well, I didn't think you'd be grabbed. It would be more of a thrashing of the water. Okay. It doesn't matter what it is. It's a thing with teeth. Okay. I don't want to get teeth off the boat. Shall we try to kill it? Well, we don't, we don't know we if it's anything. didn't know. I mean, it really could just be curious. I'm just asking mm. because, you know, there is a fin that is, you know, getting closer to the boat as, to we, as we go along. Can I see? At this point, the Can boat the shifts water? and bumps. Oh! It, it's, oh. it is, it is okay. brushing up against us. How far away from <clears throat> are we? I think... Like 20 minutes. Probably another, I don't know, five minutes or so of, of rowing. Oh, five what minutes. was okay. that? So, I just say power through. Uh, okay. <laughs> row, 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 row. What hit the okay. boat? What touched the boat? You guys start rowing harder and harder, just trying to uh, get to the shore. Um, yes, Havel? I see. I raised my hand because I was going to do a thing, and then I realized that's not how that works. Never mind. So, you guys are rowing and rowing. Um, and as you're getting closer and closer to the shore, you get jostled <gasps> one times, two times, almost oh my gosh. at first in a playful manner where it's like kind of you think it's almost just curious. And then 30 or so yards away from the shore, oh my you God. get bumped hard to the point that, Edward, you almost fall out of the back of the boat ah! um, before pulling in. And you guys oh my keep gosh. going and rowing. And row We're going to die. About We're going 20 to die. yards out, you... But I get my flipped. No. no. What? The boat. No, the town only flips. has one boat. Just like Fantastic. That. <laughs> you guys, the boat flips, causing you all to tumble into the water, soaking your clothes and your gear. And as oh. you take a second to let your eyes adjust to the sudden darkness and salt water, you see not a shark, but a shark-like creature. This combination of almost like um. Almost a dinosaur, like a Tyrannosaurus Rex type oh, shape, gosh. melted the with this shark. Um, oh, standing no. would be probably about ten or so feet tall, with this shark-like complexion, but bipedal with two wait, short wait. arms. So it's a, it's a shark oh, Rex. DJ, you trash panda! I forgot you made this. <laughs> it's a it's a shark it's a shark Rex. It's a Sharkosaurus, if you'd say. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Or yep. he has a, believe First it or not, guys. Guardian, perhaps? Fun fact. He has a mini. Yeah, I have a mini. It kind of looks like this, if you can see it, without its tail right now. Um, yeah, but yeah nice. it wasn't printing very well and stuff like that. But wonderful. yeah, it looks Ew. like that. It looks wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those it's pictures of chickens with human legs. It's like those <laughs> pictures. See, if but you would have listened to Sharks, the only person that would have died is Hal. 
now. I'm not gonna die though. Uh, that's the thing. See. And so you all get flipped and see this creature swimming around you before it comes up to Edward and just just takes a little bite. What? You Wait, can't just, just say it like that. A little that. nip. Just a little nip before oh, no. going to actually engulf you. Maybe it's uh, friendly. He says, I need help. And he's thrashing <laughs> in the water. And okay, to, be, to, be exact, to be exact, it's... Yeah, whatever it sounds oh, like. God. It's unintelligible, That's, but you you uh, know what he just saying. had a little taste. You know, it was an Edward tasting, and then he decided, no, that's what I want to order. Thank okay, you. where did you slide <laughs> out of? I need details. That's a natural twenty. What? So Edward's not a nibble. <laughs> did you roll nibble disadvantage? Nibble disadvantage. Nibble disadvantage. Did you roll disadvantage? What is that? <laughs> Where's my D ten? Oh my gosh, dude. Bro, what? How much health do you have again, Grant? Oh, enough. we had a long rest, so I, I'm, sh I'm chilling at some health. Take That's 11 points of piercing damage. Oh, as I said that Latches onto your leg and then thrashes you around in the water, pulling you under. Uh, uh, the rest no, of you watch as That's blood. And Edward, That's like, blood. he like, you're like looking at him as you guys are floating above the water, and Edward's eyes go wide. And then he just gets sucked under before he gets crashed oh, around. Sticky dogs! <laughs> we'll go ahead oh and roll initiative. Oh, Everybody, <laughs> hey, yo, DM, oh we're level three. Oh my goodness. Seriously. Uh, hey, that's pretty good. So you guys uh, just deal with it. Because I didn't wake <laughs> up for like another like 20 minutes. <laughs> yep. Uh, I can only oh, be woken Havel, up if the caster me, touches me. Floating disc concentration. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just pretty certain. That. I am. Okay. <laughs> Everybody thought I'd get punched this episode. do we think this thing has? I got teeth. 25 to 20. Can the oh. shark punch with its oh. feet? <laughs> um, 23. It has arms. 23 DM. Uh, 19 to 15? 15. 15. You said 19 more. Not concentration. 15. It just lasts an hour. 19. Okay. Yay. Naya. Melora. Uh, 14 to 10. Okay. 9 to 5. 9. 9. Yay. Okay, who has the higher deck? He does. 14. Oh yeah, Cather's a Cather's a, a luggy boy. Sure, whatever you a want to call it. Boy. And then Tarek doesn't have a turn. Oh, so Havel, uh -huh. you're freaking out, man. Okay, yeah, this is the second time that you've been flipped in the water and you don't know yep. how to swim still. Yep. Like now there's a shark as well. Everything's yep. going to crap. Yep. I'm uh, going to thrash my way to try to do two things. Okay. I reach for an oar. Okay. Thrashing. You managed to find one. Yeah. Wonderful. I'm now going to try. I'm going to attempt to swim <laughs> with your. I don't know how, but I'm going to. I'm going to try well, my best. Well, see. The go ahead and yeah. Go ahead and roll a uh, athletics check with disadvantage. Is it? Is okay. it? Is it like? Is it like when you're learning how to swim for the first time and you're like in the kiddie pool? So you have like you're holding onto the floaty stick and you're just kicking your legs. Pretty much. 
And that was actually really good. Nice. Not gonna lie. What'd you get? I got a. Uh... <coughs> um, wait, do I have a plus two? I don't think I do, but I don't. Sixty. Sixty. Sixteen. No. Oh, I was like, whoa, that's really impressive. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he has yeah. A you definitely. Plus you fifty. Yeah, you tuck it under your elbows, and then you being the intelligent boy, you flip it so that the paddles is horizontal with the surface instead of uh, uh, perpendicular. And uh, you manage to start doggy paddling your way the last 15 or so yards, which would put you about 45 feet away. Actually, no. Um, I don't I don't want to try to get to shore. Okay. No. See, that'd be what the smart thing to do, right? <laughs> no. Uh, I'm going to get on the disc. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, Tarak <laughs> takes up just about all of it. Um, it's a pretty big disc. What do you mean? I mean, How he's a pretty big disc? boy. The disc is... Isn't it like three, three feet, feet in diameter? Yeah, three feet in diameter. I'll stand yeah, over him. I don't care. Hey, Havel, how yeah, yeah, many no, feet away? Um, I don't know. Probably like 160? Like, yeah, I... Alright, okay. There's a little bit of weight on there. I, I, I canonically, Drek canonically weighs 362 pounds. Jeez. <laughs> okay. And the the disc can only hold 500. Yeah. Well, you're not quite on the disc. You're going to need to roll another check to get actually onto the disc so, since you have to crawl on over Tarak out of the water and it floats a foot above the water. Um, so we'll get to that. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn aside from trying uh, to get on the disc? If I get on it, wouldn't that break the spell? Technically, it wouldn't go anywhere. Well, yeah, but I—I I, I mean, I could—I could row it somewhere. That's why I have the paddle. <laughs> oh, that's smart. Um. No, no. Yeah. Is there yeah, I'm gonna try. Here? I'm gonna. Do you want me to athletics check to try to get on the disc? Yeah. Go for like, it. Okay. Disadvantage. Uh, yes. Oh no. I don't. <laughs> so it's pretty hard. Um, you have the oar under you, which doesn't really allow you to like get your arms up because then you lose the oar and there's things thrashing around, stuff like that. You're trying, but it's just kind of like slick and there's a giant orc there. It's like that. It's just hard to find any purchase and you aren't quite able to get up onto it. Okay, cool. I'm going to, in that case, just take the ore and just kind of like shoot it onto the onto the disc. Okay. Yeah, you managed to do that. Okay, cool. And that's the end of my turn. I just sit there. Oh, drowning. Renaya, it is your turn. Okay, how close is it to me? Uh, You currently can't see it. The water is like a deep dark blue um, and so you can like see like the first, oh I don't know, foot or so um, but anything beneath that it becomes this deep dark water that you can't really see into. Um, so, you, without a perception check, if you want. So I can't, like, see Edward at all? No. Edward's gone. Oh, schnitzel. Okay. <laughs> um, Out again. I... Because I have a feeling if I dive down, I'm still not going to see anything. Um, I'll, I'll try anyway. I'm going to dive down towards where Edward was. Okay, go ahead and make a perception check. 16? Okay, yeah. Um, looking down, there, 
it allows you to have um, a little bit more consistent view where the water is not lapping and there's um, more consistent light. Um, and so you're able to kind of see just only like 10 feet away from you. Um, there's currently um, Edward who has his foot in this Sharkosaurus's mouth. Um, and it's currently being like his hips are being grabbed by the little arms. And it's, almost, it's like getting ready to almost like tear off his leg. Yeah. Okay, um, I'm going to go and... <laughs> I'm going to try to hit it with my mace, but I okay. am underwater. Yeah, go ahead and roll to hit with disadvantage. Okay. And at this point, you would have used up all of your movement, because about five feet down to go towards okay. um, Edward, and then ten feet over, and you have your movement in um, in the water. So you've used up all your movement to get okay. there. Um, that would be a 16 to hit. That hits? Oh, heck yes. Um, well, that... That's, I rolled a one, so that's just three damage. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah, you go over, and it's you're getting used to it. You're thankful that you have a little bit of weight. So once you finally manage to get above your head, it's a little bit easier to swing down. Um, but getting it up above your head took a little bit of energy, and so you kind of swing and it hit it. You know, you, you, you hit it with the thing. Um, it didn't do as much as you were hoping. Um, but yeah, no, you hit it. Is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn? A bonus action, anything like that? That is all. Okay, perfect. Melora, it is your turn. All right. Um, I'm going to Hunter's Mark, the okay. um, shark thing. Right. And the boat, is it still flipped and floating? Yeah. Then I'd like to take Ginger and... Um, put her like on the floating boat waterlogged and like coughing she like crawls onto the underside of the boat and then i'll upright. um use the rest of my movement to make my way towards where edward is but um i think that's all i can do because my bonus action is two weapon fighting but i used my action to cast hunter's mark so i think yeah. that that's really all i can do but i'm going to make yeah. my way H down hunter's mark is bonus action is it really but i still okay you can just then if I can make it down, then I'll I'll try to get it with a gift. Yeah, the boat's just right next to you. Um, and so you're able to uh, use half your movement to get over to the shark. Um, and you can make an attack if you wanted. Great. I will definitely try. Okay. Okay. Um, that is a 24. Okay, that hits. Definitely. That is... Even underwater. You're rolling with disadvantage, right? No. Sorry, go ahead and roll with this damage. Well, um, that is a 15. Still hits. Okay, that is then um, seven uh, piercing damage. Oh, nice. Perfect. Yeah, you go in um, and get right next to Renaya um, and go in and kind of stab in at this thing, causing a little bit of this purple-hued uh, blood to kind of spill into the water and float Hopefully. and dissipate around you guys. Great. Um, that takes us to the shark's turn. It's gonna try and uh, it's gonna try and do some stuff. Um... Hey yo, remember that Edward's in the shark's mouth, and mm -hmm. he's a weak boy, Mister mm -hmm. DM. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's going to um, go ahead and try and rip your foot off. Oh good. Oh, oh good. I legitimately didn't think you were going to do something to Edward. Bro, what if he doesn't have a foot? You're, you're in his mouth. Um, I shouldn't have specified. Does a 19 hit? 
Yeah. Cool. Um, and this is. Oh, you're fine. Oh, I'm fine. I still. Can have you take foot. five points of piercing damage. Okay. As he goes and he pulls, and more of the damage comes from the claws scratching your stomach and your underside oh as he slips just a little bit and cuts the side of you, oh. um, trying to like push you away, than it does from actually like pulling on your foot. Um, so you end up with these two gashes uh. smearing this crimson into the water floating around you. Um, my, and my that is best. its turn. Um, Are you here, Renaya? Or whoever else is underwater, I guess. Renaya. You hear like a muffled yelp like a loud and prolonged like in bubbly you know like that as you see the yeah i, I won't i won't explain it again <laughs> uh edward it is your turn oh i'm just gonna try to i'm just gonna try to stab it with my rapier like oh, try to try good. to unsheath it and just kind of okay yeah definitely go ahead and roll the hit with disadvantage disadvantage you're underwater that's fair well, that's that's an it's not a hit. It's a number and it's uh five. Five? Yeah, yeah. you go to just pull your sheath out, um, and I can see you and so it kinda lets go and just pushes back just a little bit, just far enough that once you finally get it out and you go to swing, um, you just can't quite poke it the way that you'd like to. Okay. Um so that's your action. Oh yeah, I have other things I can do. Um, would it be possible, so I'm guessing it's probably verbal, um, would it be possible for me to maybe, I don't know how well the clarity of vision is, but would it be possible for me to give a pleading look to Renaya and grant her bardic inspiration that way? It's Edward. He's got the puppy um... eyes. He's going to die. Go ahead and roll a performance check. Ooh, um, while we're I here, like that. I forgot to roll Hunter's Mark damage, and I understand if you will not let me because my turn passed, but I was supposed to be able to add an extra d6 to the 7 piercing. Go for it. I've... Nice. That's a dirty 20. Renaya, you look <laughs> at this innocent child in front of you I'm this wee lad eaten. that is just being eaten by a shark and just for a briefest of moments you forget that he's a dick and you just can't help it and you have this little bit of inspiration to help him out just a little bit just a little but you're not you know you can use it how you will but you're feeling just a little bit more inspired um, anything else you're gonna do on your turn? Uh, action dash out of the shark's mouth. You're wait, already no, out of the wait, that mouth. doesn't make any sense. That and was you a joke. already used your action. It was a joke, but it had okay. continuity issues, so it was less funny. So we can just move on. There we go. Alright, Catherine, it's your turn. Yay. Um, so the shark exists. Can I? Okay, so could I, theoretically speaking, in a perfect world, get into flanking? Uh, the way that you would have to get into flanking is you'd have to get on the opposite side of the shark, which would require 20 feet of movement, which you don't have. Um, so you can get next to them, but you can't get into flanking. Such a shame. Such a shame. I, you know, because 
Uh, well, okay, well. I guess I'll try to hit. I'm gonna miss. Okay, go ahead and roll with disadvantage. Yep. Technically speaking, in underwater combat, you only have disadvantage on the attack roll unless you're attacking with a dagger, javelin, short sword, spear, or trident. So he has disadvantage because he's using a sword. Correct. Well, is it a long sword? It's Maybe. not a short sword. Isn't yeah. it a broadsword or a great it's a sword? Long sword. Yeah. So you have disadvantage. Yeah, you have disadvantage. It's basically if you're like trying to swing, it's hard. But if you're trying to like stab, it's fine. Oh, anyway, regardless. Uh, that is a 15 to hit. That hits. Neat. Divine Smite. <laughs> okay, go ahead and roll yes. your damage. No, we need those. What are you doing? Hey, hey, this <laughs> this giant shark thing is eating our bard, okay? Thank you for caring about me. <laughs> you okay. care about me. Why should we care about him? Uh, <laughs> it's not like we can only save one. Wait, You're okay. going to need to have a discussion as to whether or this not... We should save it. Okay, so is it worth it? Now, get a sleep track. Go on. <laughs> Eleven. Yeah, neither of us can say anything, Aaron. So we're powerless in this situation. Eleven points of of initial slashing damage. Okay. Ooh, okay. And an additional uh, ten points of uh, divine smite damage. Wow. Okay. Um, so, Renaya and Melora, you guys are trying to swing and hack away at this. Um, and as you're going, the the little bit of light that you have kind of fades as Cathar comes up behind you, blocking the little bit of light that you have. Um, and just for a moment, you see the glint of his blade before a little blinding flash of light. Um, and as you like look back in your eyes, Claire, you can see... Um, this chunk missing from the shoulder of this creature as it's been pushed back with this trail of purple um ichor that is now floating in the water as it's been pushed back um and it just kind of uh this grimace across its face um as cather divine smites it um anything else you're going to do on your turn cather you know you know in hindsight to waste more spell slots i could have thunder used my thunder smite as well and did lots of damage uh, no. <laughs> okay. Havel, it is your turn. I'm going to try to get back on <laughs> the disc again. <laughs> go ahead and roll an athletics check with disadvantage. Yay. <laughs> 14? Okay, yeah. You managed to get up onto the, uh, onto the disc, crawling over to Rack. Go ahead and just read to me um, Floating Disc, because uh, I haven't been able to find it. Yes. It's under T for Tensors. Ah, Tensors Floating Disc. That'd be why I can't find it. Correct. So Tensors Floating Disc, the spell creates a circular horizontal plane of force, three feet in diameter and one inch thick, that floats three feet above the ground in an unoccupied space of your choice that so you can see- Three feet above the ground, okay. The disc remains for the duration and can hold up to 500 pounds. If more weight is placed on it, the spell ends and everything on the disc falls to the ground. Which is why I'm asking, do, do, am I too chunky for this to fucking work? Yeah, um, we've been talking about how Havel is not a thin boy by any means. And I'm you're boy, six foot like... three, which means that you're probably yeah. going to be at least 160 pounds. 
which would put you over the limit. Um, so as you crawl onto it, <laughs> I will give you an option. Yes. As you're crawling on, you can see the disc begin to crack. Okay. Abort mission. Okay. <laughs> you abort the mission. Abort mission. Can can I in my in my abortion, in my abort mission, um, can I grab the paddle? I still need the paddle. Sure. I'll say that you can grab the paddle. Great. I grab the paddle. Okay. Um, okay. I'm now going to try to paddle my way away. Okay. Yeah. You continue. Yeah. <laughs> you you put the paddle back under your arms, a little feeling of defeat, and you begin paddling your 15 feet towards the shore. Sure. Do I know where the shore is? Oh yeah, you can see it. You're up, you're above the water. Cool. I I am retreat. <laughs> <laughs> you start paddling towards the shore, um, pulling I... Tarak behind you, um, and manage to get 15 feet closer. So you're about 30 feet or so from the shore. That Yay. takes us to Renaya. Uh, the shark is probably about 10 feet from you now, um, as it's kind of got blasted away. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna full-on lifeguard scoop Edward and take off towards the shore. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Um, just because I want to be nice, I'll say that you don't lose any more of your movement since you already lost half. Um, so yeah, you managed to grab Edward and pull him about 15 feet or so um, towards the shore. That puts you about 30 feet or so away. Okay. Good job, um, Good job. <laughs> yeah. Oh, perfect. Are you, you're not gonna do anything else. Um, are are we are we above water now? Uh, yeah. I I, I would imagine you've gotten towards the okay. surface and yes. then started going. Um, how bad is Edward looking? Um, Edward, pretty much all he can do is his face is kind of like, uh, it's not very animated. I guess. What would that relax? He's rather relaxed, and all he's kind of do is like. Like rolling his head and mumbling, like, like trying so, to say things, but he can't. I mean, to be fair, he's looking close to twenty shock. points of damage. So yeah, Edward's yeah. almost down. Okay. So yes. Then um, I wait. Does the no? Um, can I use my action to continue to move and then? Yeah, you can dash. Okay, and then bonus action. Where did it go? Um, and then bonus action healing word. Okay, yeah, definitely. Um, you use your movement and your action to dash, getting you 30 feet towards the shore. The uh, water is probably only about seven or so feet deep at this point. Um, but yeah, you're definitely able to kind of bamf him with a healing word real quick. Okay, yes. that's seven. Nice, nice. Do you get Bardic Inspo on healing? Not saying no. you have to use it here, I'm just asking. She does not. Okay. That was seven, correct? Yeah. Although I think some bards do, right? Uh, not that I'm aware of, but I've never played a bard before. Anyway, I thought, I thought for it was now, maybe one no. of the new Tasha's uh, subclasses. Oh, but anyway, well, regardless, yeah, he's a bard, so I'm yeah. chilling. Cool. That takes us to Malora. All right. So, is there a way for me to get around um, so that I am facing the shark creature? Yeah, yeah, it's about 10 feet away from you, so with your 15 feet of movement, you can get on the other side. So, I want to try to go for the nose. <laughs> ha! Right? Like... <laughs> okay, roll the hit with disadvantage. All right. All right, so first roll... 
Okay, so uh, first one was lower. That is um, 22. Yeah, you go in and you punch it in the nose. Um, go ahead and okay. D4 plus your strength modifier. Nice. So, um, actually, with daggers, I get to add uh, dex. <laughs> so that is eight plus four, so twelve. And then uh, bonus action, do it again. Nice. Go for it. Kill it. Nice. Okay. So eighteen. Nice. Definitely hits. Right. Um. That's another eight. Plus five, so 13. 13 points of damage? Right. Total? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Nice. You go through and you punch it and uppercut it, giving two good gashes as you're doing it. Um, and it's not looking like it's having a great time. You know, there's a hole in its shoulder, it's gashes across its face, there's a big old, like, dent in its spine from Renaya. Right. Right. Like, it's not having a great time. Um, that takes us to the shark's turn. Uh, it's gonna try and retreat. Ooh. Go ahead oh. and um, roll an opportunity attack. Okay. All right, um, nineteen. That hits. So, um, it's whenever I make a weapon attack, I can add hunter's mark. So, do I get to add that to this? Yes. Yes. All right, so that's another eight. Um. So that is 12 damage. 12 damage. Nice. You go through and it, you watch as it turns away and you're like, nah, I'm not letting this happen. I can't let Catholic have all the glory. He did most damage, but <laughs> I can't let that happen. So you grab it by the tail and pull it back before <laughs> oh just God. kind of clawing your way up it. Mm. Before eventually it just like <laughs> stops moving and begins sinking into the water. Nice. Great. So we're all out of combat. Well, I have a quick question. Nice. Yeah. Because I need to know. When this shark was swimming, was mm -hmm. it running with its legs in the water? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Not okay. not like you know it wasn't like a dog where it's paddling like it was kind of like big you know. Oh, okay. Movements. That's cooler. So but, I was picturing like yeah. Oh, oh, it's just running. <laughs> the water. Anyways, Sorry. it's not running anymore. Alright, Melora will um, put her daggers back in her um, pockets and head towards the surface right to where I left Ginger. Okay, yeah, you go over to the boat. Oh, excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry so much. Oh, oh. You manage to get to the boat and um, you find Ginger um, kind of curled on the side of the boat trying to get dry. Alright. Um... I'll pick her up. Um, okay. Do I I have a feeling that I could flip the boat myself, um, or would I need help? You would probably need help to flip it. Okay. At um, about this time, I'd come over. <laughs> Yay! Okay. <laughs> Great. Um, you guys look around, and you can see that you're only 30 or so feet from the shore. Um, so you guys could probably just push the boat to the shore and then flip it over instead of trying That's to fight it. That's probably easier. All right. I'll, I'll, leave, like I'll leave um, Ginger on the top then and I'll just oh. start um, pushing it. Yeah, between the two of you guys, you manage to push it over until it gently hits the, the sandbank. Um, right at this moment, Tarek, you, uh, <laughs> you oh, wake up. Oh. 
as this disc cracks and you <gasps> just fall into like a foot of water. <laughs> uh, I, for both my own sake and for the ears of the stream, I'm not going to make the sound that Drac makes. Um, but it is very quickly preceded by perhaps the fastest you've seen 362 pounds move uh, in the opposite direction of the water. Okay. Yeah, you move your 30 feet and book it onto the beach. Um, the rest of you make it onto the beach um, and uh, find uh, probably about 60 or so feet of beach before it goes into a dense, jungled, wooded area. Uh, how uh, is there like dry wood anywhere? Yeah, or is it yeah, all wet? No, there's wood strewn across. I'm making the beach. a bonfire. You know, same. Look, we've all <laughs> we've all seen Feral Tarak before. Feral Tarak <laughs> Part Two. It's I'll, happened. I'll go. I'll go help him start it. Um, just like last time, I'll kind of see and like get the feeling, like oh, okay, and I'll go and I'll start a fire for him. Okay, perfect. Um, I proceed to drag Edward up onto the beach and then once we get up like he's still in the water but it's where it's like only yeah where you're like bigger. sitting in the water yeah, yeah. and i just kind of drop him and walk up the beach wow dude that's cold <laughs> uh you just see a trail of blood like in the water and on the ground oh, and dude. edward's just he stays laying there and he's just groaning I, I i'll walk over i'll walk over as well uh still groaning uh okay whatever I'll uh, kneel down, uh, and I'll just kind of—I'll pick him up, and in the process, I'm gonna—I'm gonna heal him, like okay. ten hit points. Havel nice. is, is coughing and just groaning to himself the entire time. <laughs> this is going—he's not moved. Um, <laughs> Edward, as you begin to feel better, you can feel your side begin to like become stitched up, and as you look down, there's a nice tear in your family vest, and beneath no. it is the gnarliest set of scars two lines that go from basically your hip up about halfway up your rib cage uh, about at the base of it about an inch thick and then tapers up towards the top Any, anybody do the he, mending spell he looks up at cather with big eyes and he goes cather cather yeah yeah cather yeah my family vest is <laughs> torn in these scars these are permanent. Like, yeah, they, yes, scars are are permanent. Yeah, Edward, I could fix up your vest if you... that was horrible. <laughs> that was the worst thing I've ever experienced so far. But you're Thank alive, you. thanks to Renaya. Hey. He looks at Renaya. He's like, Renaya is now standing over by the bonfire, just kind of throwing little like oh. rocks into it. Track <laughs> has once again. Uh, written orcish words in the uh, surrounding ground. Um, he has cut uh, his arm as just throwing blood into the fire and said, Vadokan flow pushat valagrur! Like, just going all in. He's, like, throwing stuff. Like, he throws some bone into the fire. Um. <laughs> nice. Um, Edward, I can fix your vest for you if you'd let can me. Can you? It's a one of a kind. Well, I, I really don't want to lose this. 
I will not lose it, and I can fix it up if you trust me to. You, uh, uh, any fixing, any fixing. Really? That's an yes. improvement. What do you mean? Just take I'm it, and he takes about it off. Your pants, and, Edward. <laughs> he takes it off and, and hands it to Malor, and he's like, "Listen, I, if you can fix it, please do. I can't right. get one like that again." All right. I can't believe I almost got killed by a sea monster. But you, would... but you didn't die. That's the important thing. <laughs> but I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we've unlocked Feral Edward. <laughs> he starts the ocean chucking man. things. I'm, just, the ocean I'm man. just kidding. I'm just kidding. So, um, I'm sure that everything in our bags is very wet, just like before. Um, yeah, 100%. Does Edward... Edward just gave me the vest, like, his his shirt is fine, right? Yeah. Okay. My shirt's not ripped. Your shirt got pulled up. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, your shirt got pulled up. That was what I meant to do. Um, but your shirt got pulled up, but not... <laughs> nice. <laughs> but it didn't get torn. All right. Um, then I will um, take out like the string and the the needle that I have and I'll start um fixing up the vest. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Edward does kind of sit there and watch you fix the vest by the way. Like Good. Yeah, anyway. Perfect. So, with you guys um heating up around this bonfire and purging the demons from you, um we're going to take our break right here. Um so we'll be back in like 10 or 15 minutes um to get back to Tarak going through his feral rituals and everybody else drying off. So, yeah, we'll be back in just a little bit. Right. And we are back. We left off with everybody hanging out on the beach, um, recovering having from the... Yeah, having, having a good time. It's a good time. We're having a good time. We're having a great time on the beach. We're yeah. excited. So where we left <laughs> up. You guys are on the beach. Um, it's a very coarse beach. It's not like a nice sand, like, not sand, but like fine um, beach with like soft sand. It's very coarse and gravelly and rocky. Um, and it leads up to, um, a very dense, ominous jungle that you can't really see into all that much. Um, and there's this nice raging bonfire from Tarak. Um, and you guys are just kind of chilling. Right. So does this count as a short rest? You guys can take a short rest. Okay. Where's everybody at? I'm fine. I'm chanting around a fire. I feel great. Um, I would imagine... Melora is currently working on Edward's uh, vest. Melora, are you by the fire? Probably not right next to it, but I helped Track make it, and then I went to where you were on the shore, so I'm probably between the shore and um, the fire. Okay, well, Edward's sitting kind of next to Melora, like, watching the process of sorts. Um... And he has his little kalimba thumb piano out, and he's just kind of sitting there, like, not knowing what to do with himself, just plucking a little tune. And as he does that, he uses his song of rest, hmm. which uh, allows everybody... Oh, not many people got hurt, right? It was just me? Never mind. Well, I didn't I mean, realize I was the only one that got clowned on. It still on. helps you. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm chilling, so I guess... It's it's just a nice tune, and everybody feels rested, but it's not magical. It's <laughs> emotional. Nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, 
You guys take your short rest, kind of relax. Eventually, Tarak, you finish with your ritual of purging the undead from yourself. And you're left on this beach. Yes, for now? Um, wait, did Havel say he hadn't moved? I have not approached the bonfire. I'm staring at the sky. Um, are you sitting? No. Okay, well, Renaya would come over and sit like next to you and and like just pout. And that would be her short rest. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, When I get done, uh, I stand on the beach relatively far away from the waves. I look out and I just go, well, this is where I live now. Well, uh, we should probably get moving on the whole getting back to Havel's hands and whatnot, right? Hello? Yeah, I, I, I suppose you have a point. <clears throat> Sorry, Drew is distracted. <laughs> I'm almost finished, and then we can go. Yeah, I, I do need a second. Um... This has been the second time that you know I've been. I I thought I was getting used to the water. I was trying my best. Havel, do you want us to teach you how to swim? See, the thing is, is I was practicing this morning, in like really shallow water, and I thought I started picking it up. I really did. It went really well. I'm not entirely sure if I did though. I, I as soon as I was thrown into the deep of it, I really started freaking out. <laughs> So is it more of a psychological thing? I'm not entirely sure. Right. Well, if you just aren't in the water, then you don't have to deal with it. That that doesn't solve the problem. Uh, I would think it does. It doesn't matter if you don't know how to swim. If if we find ourselves in a similar situation to last time where we are not meaning to go in the water and suddenly we're there. If someone teleports us into the water again, first of all, and that was our choice, we just didn't know where it was going to go. If that happens, I mean, we just die, right? Or we do what happened last time, and we swim to shore, and one of us finds a clever way to get the attention of someone who can help us. Okay, so... First of all, yes, it was clever. Second of all, that was completely accidental. There could have been absolutely no one there, and we just would have died. As Very it should true, be, but we did not. But we did in not. In the ocean. Oh, it right. sucks. The ocean. ocean I understand. Track. Not I understand dying. that this is deep within you, your fear of this. But um, I will just bring to your attention that there have been two times now that we have been in the ocean, and no one has died either time. So that should at least. I suppose at, maybe we're lucky. Maybe that's not how it's supposed to be, but um, no one has died yet. So I think we're okay huh. because we're all alive Havel, now sitting on a beach. Havel's going to sit up and go, all right, everyone shut it. Renaya, you did good. Malora, you did great. Tarak, stop complaining. I'm uh, not complaining. I'm just pointing out some, some statements here. Are you done, Malora, with, with the vase? I am now, Edward. I will not take any complaining about the stitch work I've done because 
I will take it. So he, take he takes it and looks at it. How good is the stitch work? Well, I've made all my clothes since I was a little girl, so it's pretty so... good. You know, there's a low line, but it's pretty good. Edward looks at it and looks at Melora, and he says, "Thank you." And he puts it on. You're welcome. And then he looks up at Havel and he says, "You know, I think Tarak might have had a point. We've almost died a couple times. I would prefer not going back in the ocean. Edward. I know we might have to get back, but I almost—that was really—that was terrifying." Edward, as much as I love the droning sound of your voice, give me one moment. Um, and <laughs> Havel's going to look over at Renaya and go, "Are you okay?" I'm, I'm, I'm great. Edward, what did you do? <laughs> what did I do? I got bitten by a beast in the water. Mm-hmm. What did I do? Did you say anything that could have been considered rude to any of the party members? What? <laughs> no. A me? After that? No. I wasn't necessarily around to hear your gargling. So, were you an asshat? No. I don't... Distinctly remember him saying a whole lot after he got attacked. You know, there was before that, though. Okay. This Edward's is how this silent. Is gonna, this, is, this is how this is going to go. I know I may not look it, and I'm not an elf by any means. I'm a very old man. And I just almost drowned. And I'm not frustrated with all of you. But considering the fact that I almost died, predating me almost dying, you know, I'm worried about this and then I almost drowned again. I'm not necessarily doing the best right now. But I'm going to be entirely honest. We've been together how long now? How long have we been together? Months? Yeah? Like a month. Does the Fey count normal time or Fey time? Whatever. A month, right? One month. And yet, we're still at each other's throats. Listen, fact of the matter is, where are we right now? On the island of an ancient dragon that has eight guardians? Supposedly, yes. Yes. So, Edward, we're going to start with you. Apologize. To who? Everyone. For? Being you. Apparently. Okay. That's a little rude, don't you think? Okay, Who fine. Is it? Fine. Then let me be. Let me, Laura. Then let me be. Let me be clear. Then apologize for being inconsiderate, for being difficult, for being rude unnecessarily, and for being conceited and self-centered. Admit that, and we will be fine. Now I understand you don't want to hear that. I have flaws. Everyone has flaws. But I think I'm at my tipping point at this point. If I'm being entirely honest. Edward, we all have our own struggles. Life is a mess. And I get it, you're not all that comfortable and you're scared of dying. I'm scared of dying. But that's how life is. We haven't done anything but tried to help you. And I'm sorry that you think that you're doing me a favor for trying to save my life. Because I know without a question I'd try to save yours. And I feel like everyone here feels exactly the same. 
So I feel like a good step forward for all of us being friends is for you just to apologize. And then hey, we can I'm, work I'm sorry. from there. I apologize. Are we, are we, are we look, okay? Look, look at them and say it. And Edward turns. Uh, and he looks a little irritated. Um, but not entirely irritated. Um, and he says, and like a little, a little sorry, and like legitimately. And he says, I apologize for being obnoxious. To be fair, I did almost just die, but I, I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry, okay? That is entirely fair. You did almost die, but... <clears throat> now, we're here for a different reason. It's not just about me. I, I suppose... I suggest that we should maybe do... No, of course. Get the I'm thing. Not, although, really quickly, I'm not done yet. Tarak, we'll deal with your water problems when the time arises, but for now, are you okay? Hmm? Oh, uh, well... I'd say... When was the last time... Oh, well, I suppose that was in a different plane. That was in the Feywild, so... Uh, the rituals should should work. They shouldn't be able to track me onto land at the moment. It, it has the more times you do it, the less likely it is to work. Like within a set period of time. So I think I should be good. I've got Wonderful. at least like maybe one or two more with varying success. Grand, Renaya, do you accept Edward's apology? At least remotely, for now. If you don't, that's okay. We can't hear you. Can't, can't hear you. Um, sorry. Okay. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Things need to be different. Yes, I can. I I agree with that. Melora, can you not be at our bard's throat? Or at the idiots present, and I point to Cather, Edward, and I, <laughs> and I go, um, could you not be at our throats? At least for the time that we're at this island. I understand that we're a bunch of idiots and that we could do better. But I will try my hardest to remain calm. Wonderful. And then uh, <laughs> he's going to point at Tarak and Cather and goes, and you too. No talking about godly icon iconography or anything like that, okay? That is a ground rule. I mean, I wasn't planning on it. I'm just I'm saying right now. And, Cather. Yeah. People can have different views. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. There's no no attack towards you. And I will stop touching things without letting you know. How about that? That, that I would like. Be great. I like the sound of that one. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Let's go. See, here, here's the thing. I used to have friends very similar to all of you, very specific skill sets, you know. But I, in a month, trust me, we were the closest of friends. We weren't at each other's throats so much. I am sick of us fighting. We can fight. That's fine. We can we can fight. We can argue. We can get into that. But. Why is it every other conversation with us? Why are we always at it? Also, we've been at this for a month. How much money have we made? Were we trying to make money? Uh, you know, I'm going to be entirely honest. Well, I know you guys don't want to call us adventurers, but a bunch of people wandering around 
and slaying things in an attempt for uh i don't know um political benefit or or greater good um we do need a livelihood i'm running out of money so what's sounds the... hard so what are you suggesting i suggest that we put ourselves together work real hard here and figure it out at least a way to scrape out maybe a hundred gold i don't know and edward stop using your name like like a badge do you want to live on the back of your father for your entire life doesn't seem like i can anymore really well then why do you keep trying to i'm not following i is your money your own i own the money i have yes how much money do you have um i honestly don't know this bag's worth and he holds up a bag that's pretty considerable and when that runs out um well i don't know i i assumed that i was going to be doing something worth noting by then yes i hope so which is my point is if we stay at the track that we're at right now that bag is going to run out my bag is going to run out and when we're going to be stuck homeless even more homeless than we are now homeless without coin and we can forage for food that's fine but i don't i don't know about you all but i don't want to be hungry exactly not that bad i hear where you're coming from i um i will try my best to put myself in another shoes but um Havel, this is the first time I've had any coin pretty much my entire life, and I am willing to help take care of everyone as long as we try oh. to be willing to step into one another's shoes in all intents and purposes of the world. We're from all different walks of life. And that is probably where my problem rises most of the time. It is the judgment of one another's shoes, what they're wearing. Didn't appreciate that, and I see it happen quite frequently from um, this side of the beach, as it were. And But if his apology is true, then I will probably not have many problems in the future. I will try not to, at the very least. We're, we're all different, guys. We're all different. Just to put, put it entirely out there, I mean, you guys can probably tell at this point... Prior to you all meeting me, I wasn't the best of, of people. I have no. sticky fingers and um, have skill sets that aren't necessarily the most optimal for day-to-day -day work at the matter. And I, I'm not trying to claim that my life, way of life is better than yours by any means. I'm just saying I know what comfort is and I know what I want for all of you. I mean, and we've known you've been a part of the mafia for a very long time. It's it, it, I'm not a part of the mafia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even I don't even know what a tiefling mafia would look like. I don't know what say, hey, it's all right. Acceptance it takes a bit. I'm being honest with you. <laughs> it's hard to admit. What? I know, especially. Oh my lord! <laughs> I apologize. Um. 
have trouble um, with caring about people. Um, that's very new. So I apologize if sometimes I have a very short fuse and I'm allowed to say that because it's about myself. When others say it about me, that's a different story, but I'm allowed to say it about myself. But um, I have didn't really know how to express when I care about someone some of the time. So Edward, I care about your well-being and your safety, and that is why it makes me so angry when you say things and you do things that just, it makes it very hard. And you remind me of my little brother, which is painful in itself. So I apologize, but I care for you and I hate it. And I didn't know how to deal with it. And that's why this has happened. Catherine, I'll, I'll get to you later. Um, in a general sense, I, I'll leave it at that. I apologize. I didn't know how to express when I care about people sometimes. And I'm having a very hard transition right now emotionally. So um, I'm sorry if there's pushback some of the time. A hug. I can offer a hug right now. <laughs> Catherine, can All give you right. a hug as well if that's what you want. I don't know. I'm not going to answer that. Wonderful. <sighs> right, so. And have you ever any... thought that maybe you're actually very good at swimming? Because come to think of it, you just, like I saw you swimming, you don't have hands. I doggy paddled. Well, yeah, but like, doesn't the water just go like through them? It, there's a surface area. Like I said, I doggy paddled really I'm hard. Saying, I think that's very impressive, actually. Um, Renaya? Sweetheart, do you have anything to say? To the buffoon or otherwise? You know who I'm talking about. I can't hear you, sweets. No. Uh, ah, there we go. Okay, Renaya is going to walk over to Edward. And she's going to say it very quietly, whereas if you're listening, you can hear it, but it's not particularly for everybody to hear. Edward, I believe that you can be really good. I really do. And I believe that you really want to be good. But I don't believe you've really been trying. And? Like, what am I supposed to, how do I try then? What do I do? This is new to me too. I'm not used to this empathy. Starters, Edward. When people tell you things that you may not want to hear, perhaps listening instead of immediately discrediting what they're saying and not wanting to believe it or have it change your mind is a first step. So you're suggesting hearing 
something and not saying what I think about that thing? No, this is what I'm saying. I'm saying that I think you have grown up in a bubble. I understand. I have a very similar bubble, except in a very different way. And there are certain things that can come to know that will burst your bubble. That's very scary. You've never had to deal with that before. We are not trying to burst your bubble. We are trying to expand it. Yet it seems that at every corner when we try to help you expand, you want to stay in this tiny bubble and yet you claim you want to be the biggest and help all of these people around you and do all of these things. And yet in order to justify saving Havel, there had to also be information that you could gain. And I understand you do want to save Havel, but as someone who claims they want to help people, they want to save people. In order to do that, Edward, you have to think about things that may not actually benefit you. Something good and truly good, Edward, is not about what you get out of it. It's about the fact that you're doing a purely good act. So if the only way for you to justify doing something for another person is that you'll get to reward, then maybe a shift in thinking needs to occur. He kind of like stands, looks at Renaya, and looks at Melora, um, and looks at Renaya again, and he says, I think I get what you're saying. I think there's some truth to what you're saying. I think it's important that people think of the good and not selfishness, not laziness, nothing of the sort, not immoral behavior like stealing or killing. I believe in those things too. But to be fair, if I may speak my mind, we're all speaking our minds right now, so you have the floor. In my defense, the concept of knowledge from the keep wouldn't just benefit me. I'll die someday. I don't, I'm not lucky enough to have many hundreds of years. I, I know that. I have a very short frame here. So if I'm going to do good, I'm not going to go out by throwing myself at a keep. I'm going to do it by benefiting the masses. I do want to go big, but sometimes that takes some patience and, and care and thought. And I, I feel like I haven't had room to do that. It's just been go, go, go. I haven't had time to sit, to plan, to think. And, and it, it messes with me. Is this really what I'm meant to do? Is this my, what I'm meant to be, where I'm meant to go? Am I supposed to be here on this island? I don't know. And I, I, I don't think so. And, and it's, it's hard to say, because I do care. You, I, I've never had friends, okay? And I, I don't know if you consider me a friend. So, some of you, I, I don't know quite what I think. But at the core of it, I, I've never had people to rely on. This is... And... I, I just, I just don't know. I don't know how to put it to words. I, I'm all mixed up. 
So, would it help you then, Edward, to make sure that we sit and we plan extensively before we do something? Yes, if it's reasonable. I can try to do that. If it makes sense. It would help me, Edward, if you show patience as well. And perhaps it is just my sensitivity, but um, tone is important as well. I know my tone can often be aggressive. I understand that. So um, before any of you say anything, I recognize it. Tone is a very, you know, sometimes hard to control, but I would appreciate if during these planning sessions, the tone was mostly calm and patient. Okay. All right. Okay. And he turns to Anaya and he says, I'm sorry if it seems like I'm not trying. Okay? I think once we get to a place where I might have more room to try in things that I am good at, then maybe there will be more progress. And Havel, and he turns to Havel and he says, I'm sorry if I've been a bit obnoxious with the thought of helping you. And then he's he like, uh, and he, he, he turns to the rest of them and says, and whatever else you guys are mad at me for, I guess I'm sorry too. Now, I would rather get off this island by sunset. This isn't Edward time. This is Havel time. So let's let's do Havel things. Let's help Havel, please. I agree. We should, good? we should get a Great. work on the whole. That sounds very good. The, now, what in the world are we going to do? I need Bill? to find somewhere to set up shop here eventually. Um, we have to... Did we say that we wanted to focus only on the herb and come back for the whole keep thing? Yes. We're all in the same place. Right. We have to go in anyway. Yes, but this is mostly... Hmm, I do suppose we'll have to go in anyway, but stealth is imperative, right? Well, Agreed. The dragon asked for the horde, correct? Aye. And I don't... The term horde seems like a lot. Mm. So it probably would take more than one trip anyway. True. And I'll be here when you show back up. So... Track. Yeah. Going? I think that we need um, everyone's forces together for this. The... Amount of people involved increase our chances of success. Oh yeah, right? I'm, look, I'm already here, so I'm going to be helping you. I'm but just are... not going back. Well, we'll cross that bridge when we get okay. there. Okay. Oh, All right, we'll, we'll put a pin in that. Um, but that let, for now, <laughs> for now, let's go. <laughs> okay. So, you guys turn away from the fire and the water and begin looking into this dense forest, uh, this dense jungle, um, vines and overgrown underbrush kind of lining the tree line. And you begin making your way 
into the jungle. Um, at first you had to like crawl and move and mangle and really kind of manipulate the land to allow you to get into it. But once you finally get into it, it becomes slightly more traversable and bearable, um, but still difficult terrain. And so gaining progress is slow. As you guys begin traveling, you spend a little bit of time just taking everything in and exploring everything that you guys just talked about and the expectations and hopes and disappointments of that conversation. And as you guys are doing that, you begin to fall into a line of just silence going through. And with this silence, you're able to hear all the noises of the jungle. You can hear every twig snap, every leaf get crunched. You can hear everything that you guys are stepping on. You can also hear the wildlife around you, birds and monkeys and um, snakes and all different types of flora and fauna along with that wildlife. And as you're going through, you can hear, usually in the distance, larger things, either big footfalls or a roar, you know, a tumble of a tree, stuff like that. Um, it quickly becomes apparent to you guys that you definitely aren't the biggest things on this island and the big things are big. Um, I will need someone to roll a D4. I already rolled a D6, so someone else take it. I found Cather. Cather do it? Cather, Cather. Sure. Cather. Cather can roll a D4. We'll go with this one because maybe good things will happen. Do it, purple O. One? Heck yeah. Okay. As you guys begin going through, um, it is slow going. Um, and you quickly begin to realize that you are being followed. Mm. Wonderful. Stalked. Um, and after a little while, you hear this low, um, this low growl, this feline-esque growl. And these little, uh, every once in a while you'll see a dash in the woods, these black streaks that mm. go across mm. before eventually you kind of can see this, this game trail that you're following and you begin making your way across it. And this six-legged feline panther-esque creature mm. Mm. steps out in front of you with these two large tentacles um, that whip into these spiked pads, stands in front of you, and you turn to look behind you, and you can see another one begin coming up behind you with these two spiked pads as well. And they take a moment to growl before they both pounce on you guys, and we'll roll initiative again. Oh, no. Hey. Actually, you know what? This is, and I'm sure everyone else does as well. I don't. <laughs> no, it is a That's weird okay. tentacle cat. 
with extra <laughs> legs. That is that's what I got. Wrong. Looks like that. Thing is, if you're not wrong. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Everyone in chat is like, oh no. Oh, you're fine. Ayo, DJ. It's fine. 25 to 20. 20. Nice. Okay. Avo and Tarek. 19 to 15. 19. 16. Melora. And Renaya. Edward, Edward and Cather taking up the rear, yep. like usual. There we go. There 14 we go. to 10. 11. 13. Okay, Cather. We're, we're the backstreet boys. Yeah. Edward. We're always in the back, and yeah. we're always last to the. DB1, DB2. Cool. All right, so Havel, it is your turn. You're kind of going through and contemplating all of this, really enjoying the heat of the island and just really enjoying the fact that you took off a lot of layers when you changed and you're not dragging a wet coat and your vest and your, and your clothes and everything like that. So it's nice. And you kind of take a moment and you can look up and you've been paying attention and now there's this feline creature, this panther-esque creature in front of you charging towards you. What are you going to do? Um... So who's in the back? So so what's marching order here? There's one behind us and one in front of us. What's marching mm -hmm. order here, guys? I was leading. Okay. Can I say that I was next to Melora? Yeah. Okay, so Melora, Havel. Who's at the, who's at the back? Uh, I was uh, probably somewhere around the middle. I was going to say, I'm probably in the back. Renaya's probably towards the back, too. Uh, okay. Edward will be in the middle with Tarak behind him. Cool. Okay. So uh, Melora, Havel, Tarak, Edward, Renaya, Catherine. I, I kind of like do a we little switch spin. Edward and Tarak. Um, <laughs> I as the displacer piece is coming up, I kind of like. So if Melora's here and Havel's here, Havel's going to do a little spin and get to the other side of Melora, mm -hmm. so that way she's in front of the displacer piece. Okay. And I just go. And as I do that, I just kind of whisper into her ear, "Aim for the head." <laughs> and then I'm going to turn around and go, Cather, watch your six. And I'm going to use my help action on both of them. Right. Nice. So, action, both have advantage. Action, bonus action, help on, uh, yep. And then that's my turn. Nice. And I All right. Rack, <laughs> it is your turn. Uh, hmm. All right. Let me see if I'm angry because I realized that I knew what I wanted to do, and then I realized that I didn't know if I could do it. Oh, that's gorgeous. Okay, so the problem is, I'm going... Can I... Can I hold my turn? Can I, like, wait to take my turn later in combat? You can hold an action. Oh, that sucks. Gross. There's, I'm not gonna do anything. I'm just going to, uh, I'm gonna hold next to, uh, Renaya and Edward. Okay. Cool. That takes us to, uh, Melora. It's your turn. So, how, how far away are they from us? Like, how many feet of distance? The one in front of you splits into two and is standing about 10 feet or so in front of you. Uh, that's not. 
great. Mm. I forget. Is it is ten feet still all right? And is it five feet where a bow would be with disadvantage, or is ten feet still too close? You can still use your bow if it's ten feet apart okay, without disadvantage. Okay. I'll, um, I'll take it out and I'll um, um go for the one on the right, I suppose. Okay, yeah, go for it. Ooh. 27. <laughs> Great. Thank you. That definitely hits. Advantage. So that is nice. Um, 11 damage. And then, oh, okay. So I have a question. Okay. I, I haven't used this feature before, and I'm pretty sure I know the answer to it, but I just want to confirm. Um, so Dreadful Strikes is a Fey Wanderer thing where, like, mm. um, can I use that on my bow too, or just uh, melee weapons? Let me double check where I put Tasha's. Read to me Dreadful Strikes real quick. Um, it says, you can augment your weapon strikes with mind-scoring magic drawn from the gloomy hollows of the Feywild. When you hit a creature with a weapon, you can deal an extra 1d4 psychic damage to the target which can take this extra damage only once per turn. You can use it on your bow. It's for weapons in general. All right, great. Plus then I will choose to use it and deal three psychic damage. All right. So that was a total of... Of, I did 11. So 11 14. piercing, three um, psychic, if that means anything. Okay. Perfect, beautiful. In fact, that was anything. It's going to throw. Okay. Okay, cool. Perfect. You go through and you loose an arrow um, that just has the ever so hint of uh, this trail to it. Uh, this this dark energy of trailed uh, that trails behind the arrow before embedding into the shoulder of this beast. Um, the beast manages to just kind of sidestep almost just for a moment, it kind of shifts just a little bit, causing it to not embed quite as deep as you were hoping it would. Um, but it does still take damage. Uh, are you going to do anything else in your turn? Um, if Ginger was out, tell her to um, hide. Yeah, she gets in the pocket. She's she's good to go. Great. Um, oh. So no one, people are still like behind me, right? Like this. Mm -hmm. Okay. No so one's gotten I'm, in front of you. I'm good then. All right. Cool. All right, Renaya, it is your turn. Ah. Uh, okay. Um. Hold on. Let me check this one more time. Uh. No, I'm not gonna do that. Um, I'm just gonna hold my action with my mace. Okay. In case um, it comes near me. Okay. Perfect. Cool. That takes us to Cather. Hold it up the rear. Hmm. Okay. Uh, how far away is the one behind us? Uh, the one behind you is also about ten feet. Oh, okay. That's 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 neat. Uh, I guess I will approach it and okay. attempt to hit it with my sword. Okay, perfect. Go ahead and roll an attack with disadvantage. But it's a straight roll because Havel's helping me, right? You, if you use a help action, yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. 
Uh, that's gonna be a 24 to hit. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh my god, Drew hit a thing? Shut up. <laughs> this would make it two times in one stream. Has that ever happened? Ten points oh, cool. of, of damage. <laughs> Alright. That's pretty good. We're, we're proud of our luggy boy. Looking around. That's a low dex joke. Sweet. Alright, let's do it. So, you hit it, you go through it, and you uh, swing in, and it shifts for just a second, and it almost looks like there's just two for just a moment, but you manage to push past it and drag your sword across its shoulder and upper body, um, at which point it takes a step back, getting low on its front four paws and high up on its uh, back paw, getting ready to pounce at you. Um, are you going to do anything else? Uh, nope. All right. That takes us to Edward. It is your turn. All righty, all righty, all righty. So can I get flanking on one of these bad boys is the question. Um, you, yeah, if you go around, you could either go around so you're flanking with Melora or you're flanking with Cather. Okay. I'm going to go to the one by Cather. Okay. Um, and I'm going to try to just slash at it with my rapier. Go for it, bro. Um, go ahead and roll an attack with disadvantage. Alrighty. Um, if I go around, will I get a flat roll? Like if I flank? Or yes. is that, is that, okay, cool. Yes. So I, I think Edward will do that then. Try to trap it. Um, so that roll is Oh, a... actually, you don't have disadvantage. You can just have advantage. Sorry. Woo-hoo! That's even better. All right. Well, it's too good to be true. Um, to get it at 20, I mean. But that's a good roll. That's a that's a 19. That yeah. hits, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, hitting a nine-legged uh, tail tentacle puma thing. Six-legged. Uh, six, six-legged... Six tentacle star cat uh what okay what do i roll is the question i hit something which is rare so that's a 1d8 now i just have to find my d8 look how excited you are i know this is so much fun i'm having a blast and everyone's like bro just find the dice all right that's (laughs) a that's a seven nice yeah dude i got it i hit it did I slash off one of its tentacles? Not quite. Um, you went in, pulling your rapier, and managed to poke it just a little bit, at which point it still is on its um, front fours, looking to uh, find a moment that it can kind of strike out and lash out at you guys. Um, the one with Malor... Actually, are you going to do anything else, Edward? Um, mm, I, I, think he, I think I'm fine. I think nice. that's all he'll do. The beast in front of you, Melora, is that shifting between the two of them that you're managing to kind of push through. It steps forward and pounces at you. Um, but it's not quite in the way that you expect it. Like, pounces at you, but purposely cuts itself short so the two tentacles whip out in front of it um, going towards you. It's going to make a multi-attack. Yay. That's probably not going to hit. Does a 13 hit? Nope. Second attack. Ooh, that's a natural 20. <gasps> oh. <laughs> so six plus one d six plus four. So that's so the second natural twenty DJ's roll. I was today. just gonna say, so we're me, so we're celebrating the fact that both myself and Edward hit something for once. Meanwhile, DJ's over here rolling natural twenties like it's nobody's business. <laughs> Ooh, that's the Things purpose of the change. GM. Something never six change. seven. You take um. You take 11 points of bludgeoning damage and 6 points of piercing damage. 
Mm-hmm. Good. Very good. Oh, um, this this um, bulbous head, this paw that has covered in spikes at the end of its tentacle, crashes into you before pulling back and actually um, embedding itself before dragging out, um, causing you to take a step back and then get cut along your arms and shoulder where it kind of hit you. Um, and then it takes almost one step back, getting ready to kind of see what you do. Uh, Cather, the one in front uh, of you. Hey, this, DJ. Yeah. Uh, Tarak will see that. Reaction, I'll use my, uh, gosh dang, what, what is it even called? Channel Divinity? Chant them like Divine Intervention. No, that's a cleric thing. That's, a, that's a, a bigger cleric thing. Yeah. Ask God. <laughs> uh, I'll look at it. Um, I'll hold out my empty hand without a shield and say, Not all! Uh, and it needs to make a wisdom saving throw or take damage equal to the damage that it dealt. Ooh, that's a 19 on die. Wisdom's a plus one, so 20. It takes half. So okay. it'll take uh, nine. Nine points of damage. Okay. That's a 20. Cool. Um, Cather, the one in front of you, laying low, kind of takes a step forward, but not necessarily towards just directly towards you, but towards both you and Edward, managing to swing at both of you guys. This one is to hit Cather. That's not going to hit with a four on die. This one's to hit Edward. Uh-oh. Does an 18 hit. Yeah. Perfect. So it's going to be... It's not my day, is it? You take um, seven points of bludgeoning damage and two points of piercing damage. Oh. As again, this heavy, uh, much heavier than you expected, this bulb at the end of it um, crashes into you and then it catches and pulls out um, bludgeoning and then piercing. Um, But that will take us to Havelstrom. Um, where's the displacer beast in correspondence to me and Malora? It is right in front of Malora at the moment. Right in front of Malora at the moment. Great. Um, well, that's. Um, I'm gonna flank the displacer beast. Okay. Um, action. Uh. I'm gonna kick up some dust at it and go here, kitty kitty kitty, here, kitty kitty kitty. Um, use my help action to assist Melora, so I'm trying okay, to distract yep. it. Yeah. Um, and then I'm because I'm just I'm I'm in a helpful mood. I'm going to use my other help action uh, and uh, yell, uh, "Cather, smite knight!" <laughs> Perfect. Okay, are you going to do anything else? Action, oh, bonus good. action. Yep, Sweet. That's it. That's, that's me. All right. <laughs> Tarak, it is your turn. Uh, so, Havel is distracting uh, Kitty by Melora. Yeah. Uh, does it seem to be as though it would turn its attack on him, or is it still focused on Melora? It, it's kind of... Now that there's two people being aggressive towards it, it's kind of... It's taking a step back to be prepared for either one. So it could attack okay. either or. Um, okay. I, I, that will be fun. Uh, I will move towards Edward. Okay. Um, 
Oh, jeez. How much damage did that take from that thing? I kept track of it and I forgot Fine. it. Fine. Uh, it takes points. all the damage. He'll heal Edward for nine with land hands. Whoa. Okay. Um, let's see. That would make it a... Is that your action or your bonus action? I can't remember. No, nah, that's an action. Cool. Um, and then... Oh, jeez. I don't think I have a bonus action I want to use right now. Uh, so I'll just plant myself uh, in between. So, like, if it's Cather, Kitty, uh, Edward, I want to yeah. be here. So I'm within five feet of either of them. Okay, perfect. Yeah, you can do that. And that's what I do. All right. That takes us to Melora. It is your turn. You reel back for just a second from the strike before um, either getting ready to pull back your bow or um, go through I kind of watching Havel and Ivo and what he's doing. Similar to um, Shark Friend, I will cast Hunter's Mark and okay. then um, I'll go for a bow attack. And um, Havel helped me, right? Yes. Um, it is now within five feet of you, so you'll have disadvantage Ooh. on the attack. But it cancels out. Um, so but just... it cancels out with the um, help. Alright. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> that's um twenty-five. <laughs> yeah, that hits thirty-two. <laughs> it's Melora. It hits. So um that's eleven piercing. Ooh, very nice. And um two additional piercing with Hunter's Mark. So Okay, eight. okay, so okay. Thirteen. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, okay. I'm, yeah, it's I'm looking sure she's fine, but um, you, you said they slashed across my chest, like, ginger, pocket. Uh. It was actually towards the pocket with ginger, um, <laughs> so you're not quite sure if it's if it's a ginger or not. Oh no, okay. Uh, Alright. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so, Renata, it is your turn then. What are you doing? I can't hear you. Ah! Oh, no. ah! There we go. <laughs> Start um, every conversation off by screaming, and I, I think we'll be good. I think that's what it's coming down to. <laughs> um, okay, I'm sorry. Can you re remind me the layout of everybody right now? Currently, you are behind, um, I guess, technically, no. both. So there's Trek, Edward, and Cather, who are... Um, tag teaming the Displacer Beast behind you, um, and then there's Havel and Melora tag teaming the Displacer Beast in front of you. Um, both the beasts are about 10 to 15 feet away from you, um, with everybody else in between them and you. Uh, okay. Um, then I... I'm just gonna go ahead and do Chill Touch on the one that's by Melora. Oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah, you go up to it, go ahead, do you roll the hit? Or do I need to say? I rolled a hit. Beautiful. Um, and that's a 17 to hit. That hits. Yeah, you run up to it, graze your hand across it, um, leaving this trail of, instead of purple, it's kind of like a fainter lavender um, arcane sigils that then crystallize before uh, embedding into this creature, leaving this trail of ice. How much damage? Mm, five. Nice. Wait, hold on. Let me look at it real quick. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, sorry. 
All right. And that is all I'm going to do. Very nice. All right, Cather, your turn. Okay, so... Uh, okay, anyway. Uh, okay, so... I I guess I'll just... I'm going to hit it again. And this time I, it, I have advantage, right? You normally have disadvantage. You have advantage from flanking, so it's just a flat roll. Just a flat roll. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're watching it, and as you're going through, it kind of recovers from being hit, and that kind of fading effect, that kind of fizzle effect, um, takes a place again, uh, making it just a little bit harder to hit at the moment. Okay. Nice. Well, I miss. Where'd you get? That 12. That almost hits. You did your best. Well, yeah, <laughs> there's not much I can do when I roll a five on die, so. Hey, hey man, that's, that's not what I've done. Hey, that's you can only bad. hit like 50% of the time, not your cap limit. And so you miss then... 100% of the shots you don't take. Drew. Well, that's I still right. miss a lot. <laughs> Remember that with Moora. <laughs> Wait, what? Anyway, it's Edward's turn. <laughs> it's my turn. Go wow. Ahead. That was so fast. All right. So, Edward, Edward's going to poke one again i think yeah go for it poke with it. this with this rapier you have advantage on the attack well actually you would have disadvantage still because Catherine didn't hit so it's just a flat roll okay gotcha well, i'm back baby it's a nat yeah. one. Oh, <laughs> that <laughs> one i was gonna say you thought i was gonna say i hit nope i didn't because you were wrong it's the this whole cat, brand um, you know? is kind of Stepping in and around and um, manipulating that feline grace that it has, managing to just kind of avoid the different pokes and slices at it. Um, it's going to step forward um, and let's see, who does it think is more of a threat? It kind of wants to do some damage. Let's see, we'll go with odd for Edward and even for Gather. That's an odd, it's number one. So it's gonna try and hit you twice, Edward. Oh, good. Does a, a 19 hit? Bro. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you take uh, 10 bludgeoning damage and one point of piercing damage. Um, okay. Tarak will use interception. Uh, he'll okay. throw a shield in front of the uh, pit <gasps> to see if he can take some off. Yes. Perfect. Go for it. Tarak, my savior. That's what I'm here for. Being a tank and having tons DJ's of DJ's enjoying this too much. He's like, ooh, odd or even. Uh, I will remove 11 damage from the attack. Oh, second attack. Whoa, holy cow. Crit. <laughs> Every time with the crit. I know it. I can feel it in my bones, DJ. I, I, I wish I could show you guys. Is uh, It's a crit. We know. It, Just uh, go. Oh, it rolled. Just go, uh, DJ. Wait. Wait, what'd you do? It rolled. It rolled, right? It rolled. Did he do a natural 20 again? Oh, yeah. He I definitely natural 20. Yeah. You can't see it now because when I tried to show it, it rolls. Oh, you trash panda. I, I literally... You can go there. back and watch. I, I, you watched it roll on camera. Anyway, it hit. It crit. Um, so that's going to be uh, 10, 10 points of bludgeoning damage and 6 points of piercing damage. That's not bad. Oh, no. That's bad. That's only 16 <laughs> damage. That's plenty of damage. I mean, you're fine. Damage. I mean, I'm not. 
I'm not completely incapacitated, but I'm getting there. <laughs> One HP. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so it goes through and it lashes out with this tentacle once, kind of stepping forward um, to Rackman just to knock it out of the way. But just as he does, um, he knocks one out of the way, but the other one comes swinging around the side and cracks Edward across the face. Ah, back. no. Um, the oh. one in front of you, Melora and Renaya, is going to uh, it's going to whack you guys. We'll go with a one for Renaya, a two for Melora, and a three for Havel. Four is a reroll. That'd be a two. So it's going to swing at Melora. That's a natural one. Yay. That's a three, so it's going to try and hit Havel. Okay. All right. Does a 25 hit? (laughs) Let's go, boy. That's going to be seven points of bludgeoning damage and five points of piercing damage. Great. So it goes through and it does the same thing where it kind of whips around towards you, Havel, and whips around towards you, Melora. Melora manages to backstep out of the way, um, but Havel, as you were, you're just coming up, you kick the dust up and it caused this little plume of dust um, that kind of made it harder for the Displacer Beast. Um, but it also made you a little bit more susceptible to being hit as well. And so um, as you step back away from this, out of the dust, this bludgeoning tentacle comes whipping out through the dust and manages to strike you across the chest. Um, that's going to take us to your turn, Havel. What are you going to do? Sorry. Okay. Um, can you remind me of that damage? I long rested my character and it reset my HP. And I'm <laughs> trying to remember what my HP was, my max HP You took that. seven points of bludgeoning and five points of piercing. Okay. So 12 points total. Okay, 12 points total. My max HP, I think, was 24? That sounds about right. Go with that. Cool. Um, All right. Awesome. Um, I'm going to. I'm going to do a thing. Preferably. Do it. We like it when you do things. Um. Bonus action. Edward. Okay. I'm just gonna be like. Edward, you're messing it up. Swing from your heels, friend. <laughs> Is that your bonus action? Yeah. Just telling me how to swing my sword. Yeah, that, you get advantage. That that tracks. Oh, that, okay. That awesome. is. Thank you that so is, much, Ryan. That's so his... kind. That actually helps. <laughs> that's me giving you the help action. That, that's that's and that's Havel's bardic inspiration. Yeah, pretty much. Love it. And Rogue-ish then my actual action is stabbing motivation. the the splicer piece in in the gonads. Stab it, dude. Right in the butt. Gonads. <laughs> get him. <laughs> The lighting's bad. Okay, there it is. <laughs> um, that is a... Um... Hey. The suspense. <laughs> it's 12. It's 12? Uh, that just misses. Okay. <laughs> that's, it. that's all i have that's all i got guys i'm a rogue <laughs> <laughs> all right so you uh grant that help to edward and you try to hit are you going to try and do anything else move anything like that i'm a one trick pony nope <laughs> okay all right Tarak, it is your turn Alrighty. so uh edward not looking great um i will Lay on hands, Edwards, for another five. Thank okay. you. 
<laughs> I can only do that so many times, man. I know it's not my fault. Um, I will. Three. Well, I can I can do it for a whole bunch of times with lay on hands. I can do it for fifteen times technically. No, no, no. You can only do it for five points three times. That's true. Mm. I can. Yeah, <laughs> I've anyway, only got sorry. one point left right now. Um, great. I will bonus action. Uh, turn my hand towards uh, Havel okay. and cast Sanctuary. Okay. Wonderful. Uh, just because he looks like he might need some help. And I'm not really um, fighting. It's fine. And then uh, that's that's the end of my turn. Alright, yeah. You go through, heal Edward, cast Sanctuary. I'm causing this little faint um, kind of red-hued glow to overtake uh, Havel, uh, which will bring us to Melora. All right, is it still within five feet of me, or did it move it towards Havel? Oh, okay. Uh, Havel is right next to you, which is the next place over, so it's still within oh, five right. feet of you. Well, um, you still... would have flanking, so you can still have, it's just a straight roll. Okay, I'll still try that. You can't be too okay. busted this fight. Right, um, okay, oh, maybe 13? That hits. That's, oh, that's AC. That was good job. That scared me. That was so close. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So ten initial damage. Oh. And um, two hunter snake. So twelve. Very nice. Let's see if it can succeed on saving throw. Uh, no, no, we cannot. Yeah. So you go through, um, and as it's kind of taking a step back from swinging at Havel, um, you just let loose another arrow that goes right through, um, right between its eyes, um, just a little bit above, kind of between its ears and its eyes, just right there in the middle of its skull. Um, and it kind of takes a step back, step back, its tentacles kind of moves around before eventually it just kind of like comes to rest on the ground, um, dead before you. Oh. Right. All right. <laughs> Naya. You are there. Malora manages to finish off this displacer beast, but you know there's the one behind you guys. What are you going to do, girl? Ah, ah, ah. You're me. No, that, was, that, wasn't, that wasn't Zoom. That was me, because I was me. Okay, how's Malora looking? <laughs> yeah, she looks pretty I good. Ten hit points. She looks fine. Uh, but I didn't know about Ginger, however. Okay, you know what? The boy's got it. I'm gonna do cure wounds on Laura. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Save the squirrel, which her. Save the squirrel. And cure, cure the wounds, cure the wounds, um, causing the four little um, small um, scars that form that will probably fade over a little bit of time. Um, you look through and you can see Ginger, and she has one small little cut on her shoulder that she's currently like lippy, licking and like wondering at. Nine uh, nice. Nine. Thank you. Nice. My hero. <laughs> Always. All right. Are you gonna do anything else with your turn, Raya? Nope. Sweet, Cather. It is your turn. This thing, you know, it's ready to go. Yeah. It's ready to pounce. Yeah. What are you gonna do about it, bro? Am I in flanking? Yes. Cool. Are you gonna hit? Ooh, maybe. With a 16 on die? Did you... It was just a five yeah. roll? Well, a 16 on die plus numbers, seven. Yeah, okay, perfect. Uh, that definitely hits. Cool. 
I'm going to use a different die for my damage because I don't like how that yeah. one's rolling. Different die. That's right. You I have like three oh, sets for capture, wait. so you're fine. Oh, I can reroll. <laughs> that's much better. It was two at first, but I can reroll twos. Ooh, it fails. Um, How much damage? Eight plus four, 12, 13 points of damage. All right. Nice, dude. Yeah, you go through um, and uh, manage to get deep in right above its shoulder where the tentacle is coming out. You manage to get a deep cut right through there, causing that tentacle to become significantly weaker. Um, are you going to do anything else this turn? Um, no. All right, perfect. Sweet. Now we'll take us to Edward's turn. Yes. Edward, you're feeling inspired. You're like, ooh, yeah, my footwork oh, was yeah. Cool. Okay, cool. So yeah, I gotta lean more. Um, <laughs> go for it again. This Do it, time, bro. more Strike. focused. Um, and since it hit, uh, you don't have to worry about displacement. So yeah, you just have your regular advantage. Let's go. Do it, bro. All right, I'll try that again, buddy. You got Let's it. Go. Let's do it. Oh, it worked. That's a sixteen. That hits, bro. Go for it. Yeah, from the heels. Hits, um and. I stab it, and I roll my dice. I found it. it was I believe shadow. you can do it. That is a total of four damage. Ooh. Four whole damage. Edward poked it. Poke time. Nice. Yeah, you go through, you poke it, um, cause it to like reel back, and it looks at you, Edward, with this glowing heat in its eyes, this, this rage ready to murder and it's gonna whack you a couple times. And Edward's eyes yeah. just get huge. <laughs> uh, an 18 hit. Bro, why do you even ask? I like how none <laughs> <is> courteous. <laughs> I like how Thank Edward you. being like, man, this is extremely dangerous. Why are I'm we like, doing this? And us being like, it's fine, everything will be fine. And then he's like primarily the one I getting whacked. Ryan, it is like an our fault. Crazy. It is an our fault that Edward has a passive taunt ability. All right, we didn't ask for this. You take nine points of bludgeoning damage and four points of piercing. Uh, interception. Okay. Whoa. Mm, Not as good. Uh, that'll only take off four. Okay, so you take nine points of bludgeoning damage then. Well, you tried. Uh, And then, second attack. Oh, wait. Are you you unconscious, Grant? When, When he gets hit. When he gets hit by the tail, it, it conks him and he flies a little bit, like, and he just tumbles and rolls a little, and then he doesn't okay. move. Sweet, it's just gonna swing at you, Trax, since you keep getting in the way. That's right. That's right. Should've been doing that from the start, punk. That's a uh, twenty-two. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay, you take five points of bludgeoning damage. And three points of piercing damage. The the bard is the meat shield. That's right. And but it's just HP fodder. Well, in this point. in the storyline, yes. In the nice. All right, that will take us to Havel's turn. The the displacer beast in front of me is dead. It's dead. Sweet. Um. I just go. I mean, I can't attack, so I'm just I'm just gonna be like. I'm gonna walk up to Malora, pat her on the back, and be like, "Go get him, kid." <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, you know, look over at Catherine, and she's like, 
You too, Cather. Clean it up already. I'm getting tired. <laughs> and Avil's just gonna uh, take a seat. Nice. <laughs> Alright, Tarek brings us to your turn. Yeah, I look at it, and there's a little tiny sad part of my heart that I'm like, it was just a poor little kitty. It's just, you know, it's living its life. Oh. This is a, a normal, beautiful creature. Um, and I don't want to draw my sword because I said that I wasn't going to do that. So, I, hey, DM. Hmm. Would it be possible to suplex a cat in one action? Uh, you can try to grapple the cat and uh, we'll go from there. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you this know, is, it's cool. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, yeah, just so you know, this is a large monstrosity. It's about the size yeah. of a horse. I count as a large creature for pushing, Tip. pulling, and carrying. Nope, I, I consider know. suplex a combination of those three. Uh, it got a 21 i crit nice all right so So a total of 24 yeah exactly um so you grab it pulling through and i manage to get a couple of its uh paws out and it's like pawing at your face and your arms it's like wrapping its tentacles around you um but it is currently grappled um on your next turn you'd be able to suplex it but Uh, uh in Moment that case, since I have it grappled, am I able to move? Yeah. All right. I'm just going to take it. I'm I like just by the scruff. Gonna look at Renaya and say, "Get Edward!" And then I'm just going to run 30 feet into the forest. <laughs> you can run 15 <laughs> feet because it's difficult terrain, but you managed to get That's 15 fair. feet up further. Technically, um, I have a bonus action that I can dash closer to an enemy. If I'm bringing the enemy with me, can I do it? <laughs> Uh, sure. Sit. Uh, I'll say that you can feet. move your 30 feet. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Okay, cool. I'll use a bonus action to run. <laughs> yeah, when cool. All right. Yeah, you drag it 30 feet away. Um, that will take us to Malora. It's your turn. All right. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> I just yeet off 30 feet away. <laughs> yeah, you watch You watch Tarak pick up a horse-sized cat and just barrel it onto his shoulder oh and then just start God. jogging into the woods it's incredible. Uh, i start to try to shoot an arrow um and then i'm like oh okay um and i'll go over to edward and um i'll pull out ruat because i have her um it is a her thank you I that's so cute it. yes i'll expend a charge and um because this is all i can do really and heal um five hit points yay nice yeah, you pull out the, it's only about a seven inch rod um, with a large little crystal on the end of it and touch it to Edward having this moat of energy come from the crystal. Um, much like Renaya's magic, it creates this mask, this veil over Edward before uh, sinking in and um, soaking into Edward's face, causing him to heal. Cool. Anna, oh, Anna, goes, <gasps> Anna, just because I'm curious, what die did you just roll for healing? D4. It's, well, it's a D8. Oh, it was a D4 for some reason. Well, let's see. That's my, oh, that is much better. Um, oh, wow. And then you you add wisdom, right? I'm yeah, right. you're basically and casting. So yeah, it, allows you, it allows you to cast Cure Wounds. That's 13, then. Nice. Edward, I wait to... Oh, he goes, that's going to leave a bruise. And that's all he says. Right. <laughs> up you go. And I, um, I help him stand up oh. to you. Perfect. 
All right, that brings us to Renaya's turn. <laughs> Renaya's like, here's Tarak. Okay, goes to Edward. Edward gets healed. And Renaya just goes, that rod stole my job. <laughs> and then, um, um, anybody else hurt? Edward raises his hand. <laughs> Havel also raises his hand as he's like, He's like bleeding from his side, just like, yep, okay, whatever. Okay, oh, I, I hold out Ginger. Everyone, everyone's dying. Is it Havel, your mentor and friend? Is it Edward the jerk? Is it the okay, squirrel? But, okay, I wouldn't go that <laughs> far. I wouldn't <laughs> go that far. I, I don't want to go that far. To Ginger, I go, I'll patch you up in a second, and then I'm going to go to Havel, and I'm going to do cure wounds on Havel. Yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> How did you still manage to make it so wholesome by not choosing ginger? <laughs> like we're all okay with it. Um, I'm so then eight healing. Nice. Yay. Alright. Thank you. And I think you can still cast cure wounds or if you cast cure wounds, you could cast um healing wood. Yes, and use all the spell slots. Um I would officially be out of that. Um the and wasn't wasn't there like a thing where it has to be like a cantrip? Oh yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah. That's okay, also then, yes. Yeah. That's also true. Lame. <laughs> but you know, lame. like we'll like, workshop that rule. I don't yeah, love that's... that rule. We'll workshop it. Okay. DJ, I've got thoughts. I've been thinking of this for years. All right, we'll move and, on. Well, wait, wait. So, would it? Could I use a bonus action to try and bandage up Ginger? Uh, you, you could use your action to try and bandage up Ginger you if you use your bonus ginger. action. If you use your bonus action to heal Havel, you could use your action to you heal Ginger. You did this, DJ. You okay. okay. Oh, <laughs> the Displacer Beast did this. Ginger. There's a separation. I'll patch oh. Ginger up next round. Oh, there you hurt the really... morning squirrel. We hurt you, DM. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right, Cather, it is your turn. Okay, so Displacer Beast is far away. Yeah. I have no ranged attacks. No. So I'm just gonna be like, I'm just gonna look over at the group and like see like everyone like raising their hand needing healing. <laughs> and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, yeah, whatever. I'll just put my sword away and walk over. <laughs> and I will, I will pat Ginger. And I don't know how many hit points do squirrels have? Probably, honestly, with the little cut, she probably like only. Right, she only needs one. <laughs> yeah, well, see, I didn't want to do that and then seem like a jerk by only giving the squirrel one hit point. You know, it's like okay. no, well, she probably only has like two. So no, no, no. yeah, I'm pretty Frito, sure she has four. Okay, she has five times Melora's level. Like that's. She's uh, oh, that, oh, right. She has. That's if she has a hundred uh, yeah, hit points. Didn't know what you mean. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So you go over and you just scratch her behind the ears just enough and she kind of like leans into it and as you're doing that um little bits of your divine magic pour into her closing up the little tiny cut on her shoulder that she's been whimpering about Melora um holds her holds her close and looks at Catherine and says thank you you're welcome all right Drew you better use that pat command in chat right now because you just did it <laughs> I'm gonna say it because it needs to happen all right all right Edward it is your turn Ooh, nice. There's another cat, right? No. Okay, there's not another cat. I'm. I'm no, because Melora killed it and then Tarak took, took it. Edward I just picked it up and took it away. Edward takes a seat, puts one hand on his head, and and 
he just goes, what did we get ourselves into? <laughs> and as a full and that's, action, that's his he full complains. Action. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, he we did it. We, we came everyone, full circle. We found everyone everything. Everyone takes 1d4 <laughs> psychic damage. <laughs> Guys, we Edward did it. Turns. Yeah. Edward turns and strikes at Catherine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> fair. Also fair. All right. So the uh, Displacer Beast is going to try and break the grapple. Oh, yeah. I have to contest Ooh. that, don't I? Uh, not Hold really. Us today. Hold us. That would be a nine. Thirteen. Hey. It <laughs> continues to swiggle and squirm and like lean back into you and then try and pull forward. Uh, but you're holding tight. You got your death grip on it. Um, every once in a while it starts to like, like wiggle a little too much and he's like squeeze just a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's not going anywhere. Uh, cool. Havel, it's your turn. Havel's going to uh, look up at Rana and be like, thank you, I appreciate that. And get up. And he's gonna make his way over to the displacer beast and kind of like mm -hmm. kneel before the displacer beast. He's gonna sigh. He's gonna pull out a dagger and start taking teeth. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! To be fair, this got real. Havel was talking uh, you... was talking about how we need to get paid. This is a way to get paid. This is a way to get paid, man. I'm just saying. People will pay money for these I'm things. Like... Teeth. Havel gets teeth. Wanna, like, um, go I, ahead and roll an animal handling check. Does Renaya actually do you I mean, actually uh, grimace? Technically, wait, is that what that would is that survival that would <laughs> probably be to like carve and to like harvest get an animal. Right. Yeah, right. let's do survival. Okay. The animal has to be alive for you to handle it. This yeah. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I'll I'm go really over to Renaya and just God. say, you know, it is um, it is better usually if an animal does die t to use all of it. It's more um, respectful that way. If you're if it's going to die, if you know, um, is that helpful? I, you know, Renaya, we do need to make money. I rolled a six. <laughs> we need to make money, and he pulls off the bottom jaw. <laughs> it's it is much more uh, profitable if it's intact. Oh, Havel, you're so barbaric. Oh, that's I'm barbaric. I can, I can hardly please. <laughs> All right, that takes us to uh, Tarek. It's your turn. So I move another thirty feet. Uh -huh. And I do the thing, like, you know, when you have a cat that does not want to be picked up, and but you mm. need to, like, put it outside, and you just go, Hah! and yeah, does yeah. the, like, weird cat <laughs> thing? I do that. Yeah. Okay. And I point at it, and I say, go home. <laughs> I don't want to hurt you. Go home. Uh, roll either intimidation or animal handling. <laughs> you got it. You got it, Shrek. 19. Oh yeah, it kind of like it it gets low again, and then like takes a step back, and another step back, and a step sideways before eventually um, bounding off into the into the jungle, and we nice. are out of combat. Nice, <gasps> it worked. Party. That was so wholesome. I know, Good job, team. I've never that was so cute. I've never really legitimately wanted a plushie of something, but in that moment, I wanted a plushie of Tarak. 
I've wanted a plushie of Tarak since before the show started. I just wanted a hug like that was so sweet. By the end of this campaign, we're all going to have familiars, and mine is just going to be a displacer beast. It's going to start following you. Like you're saying, go home, and it's just going to start like sneaking and following you, and then you're just not going to get rid of it. I'm going to like one time you're going to feed it once, and it's just going to never leave. I'm gonna like That's be so about cute. to die, and then this cat is gonna like jump out of the shadows and save my life. <laughs> I I want a plushie of Tarak, but when you squeeze it, it says "Go home." <laughs> I don't want to hurt you. Oh my god! Can I can I begin nice. to help Havel with harvesting this creature? Yeah, I, I like. That. I feel like I'm uh, pretty yes. qualified. Yes, yes. Malora is the most qualified. I'm- I'm not going to do it, but I will point out what he should be doing. I go, that makes sense. We need to make money. Tear off its jaw and just go, okay, I'm going to be entirely honest. I don't know what I'm doing. Can someone please help? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, between help. The, the several of you guys, you managed to harvest this for um, a lot of meat that you guys can use, um, whether to cook up and stuff like that. Um, and then a lot of the um, claws and fangs and the teeth and the the spikes along the tail do and stuff like that. The pelt? Yes. Do we get the yes. pelt? Yes. Because we can get the pelt. Okay. So specifically, Aaron says, "I know that there is a thing called spe- this displacer spe- cloak." Spe- yeah. <laughs> specifically, Mister Mister Diab, how many claws and and teeth and 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 stuffs? And claws. Roll a d twenty. More specifically, Ooh, I just want. I feel like I should. Actually, Drew, I don't want to roll this. Someone else should roll no, no, this. D20. Drew, you're gonna roll a D100. Oh, can I that's roll a fun. D100? Nope. Drew's gonna do it because Drew's the one being guided by Melora. Why? Why wasn't I being guided by Melora? Well, because you, you gave up. Worth it. Okay, it's Cat, <laughs> right? Uh, I don't know what died to use. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's what I'll do. It takes three minutes to roll. I just rolled. I got, I got an eighty-seven. Okay, you get forty-seven teeth slash fangs. Like, wait, a D seven. We can, we can split it down the middle. Okay. We can assume that the displacer beast has multiple rows of teeth. Okay, wait. Well, so 40, it's not just the teeth because you get claws and all the spikes. There's forty. Like okay, so forty-seven on each of the tentacles. Forty-seven. This. Uh, placer. Displacer fangs, called. Fangs, sure. 47. Nice! 47 displacer spikes. Yeah. <laughs> displacer pointy bits. <laughs> displacer displacer sharp, yeah. stabby things. Yeah. I recommend to Havel, um, I say, um, perhaps some of the fat would assist in fires in the future, um, if you want to grab Uh, something. do we have any files? Um, can we fit it in a sack? Probably. Uh, we do. Um, See, we ooh. don't have a bag of holding. If you want you, you. to use no, it. No, 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 no. I have a wonderful idea. I take my hooded lantern. Okay. And I go. Gosh. Um. And I uh, take my water skin. Okay. And I pour the. I, I pour out the water skin because who needs water? Right. Uh, we were just in the ocean. Yeah, we have the I ocean. Pour, I pour the oil I, from the thing. I have an empty. I have an empty nope, wine shush, bottle. Shush, shush, no, this works. I pour <laughs> it. <laughs> Actually, wait. Now that I think about it, all these steps aside, I do have an empty brandy bottle as well. So. Too late. <laughs> Never mind. 
right. So we'll fill the empty your- wine <laughs> bottle and empty brandy bottle. Oh, with I have a damaged water skin that actually um I had not replaced. There is a hole in it, <laughs> but it wouldn't help. But that that would seep fat. Right. Yeah, there would be fat seepage. We don't, I, need we don't want fat seepage. We don't, Wait, fat seepage. Fat seepage. Is not good this, the, okay, then right. All right. I am a force so, of chaos. You guys finish harvesting the beast, hanging out. It's starting to get to the point um, where you guys are going to want to hurry to get to the keep. Um, you can begin to see it through the trees. It's a little ways away, um, probably about another hour or so of traveling. Nice. Um, but yeah, you can tell it's starting to get a little bit darker. It's not dark out yet. It's just because the, the tree line is so dense. Mm-hmm. Um, it gets darker faster. Um, so yeah, you guys know that you want to start making your way up to the keep quickly. Yeah, let's hurry. Okay. Wait, After a little while, does the track come back? back? Oh track. yeah, I, I said I walked back a little when while ago. Comes I just back. never comes back. When Tarak shows up, Havel's just gonna be like, "So, uh, what you do with the cat?" I won't be bothering us again. Nice. Right then, but we should probably get going. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys begin making your way through the rest of this dense forest before eventually you come into a small clearing that surrounds this massive keep. Um, square in nature, This, the walls in front of you stand probably about 80 feet tall um, of this smooth black uh, stone and metal that comes up jutting out of the ground um, about 20 feet on either side coming from the two towers on the corners 20 feet in before this semicircle erupts from the wall. Um, and in front of it, you can see there's a small uh, half gate, basically a, a half raised iron barred gate that has been raised slightly in the middle of that half circle. Um, you look through and you can see into it um, is this almost oval-esque shaped room inside the gate um, with a few little torches and one statue on the other side. Have Havel nudges Renaya forward and goes, well, this is your family heritage, so... What? What? The- I don't think Wait, that Renaya is a dragon? Havel, I don't... It explains the blood. This is... That is actually. Is that not? I mean, but like, Havel, no, she's, daughter doesn't count. I don't think that Lada was. I mean, Lada, Lada wasn't your mother, sense. right? So no, yeah, she's Mother Lee. So I mean, I don't know. I wonder if the gate can tell a difference. I mean, she's like a mother to me, but I don't know if that counts. <laughs> yeah, Havel, that doesn't I... make any sense. Didn't Renaya said that she found or? She ended up finding them fine, somehow. Then, fine, then I will go forward. God, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with going forward. I don't know. I, was, I really don't, don't care. Don't be making up crazy theories like that. I will go forward if one of you holds Ginger. <laughs> I approach the gate. I offer my hand. <laughs> there is a keep. This is Ginger a keep. crawls into your hands. Who goes to the gate? Um, I, I start to walk forward, so I guess me and Havel are both going. Yeah, I'll, I'll follow after then. Okay. Keeping within I'm, five feet of both of you. Uh, okay, I'm following too. Okay. 
It's not, it's not very <laughs> guarded Edward? for a keep in Edward. Uh, see, see. Slowly. Can, well, can I just watch? Looking it, at I the guess. gate, do I bit. notice anything off? Like, um, like strange roll. ropes or maybe runes of some kind. Roll an investigation check. Cool. I'm ready to go. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh that's a decent roll. Uh, investigation is 16. Okay. You can see that there are, um, in um, this metallic silver ink, uh, arcane symbols. Every once in a while painted on the walls and around the gate. Um, not, there's a few of them. They seem to be fairly common. That surround um, the gate and the, the half circle and the um, walls and the towers. It seems like there's some sort of arcane field that has to hey, do with this keep. Hey, Edward, do you know what this is? Oh, you're talking about the, the, these, the big these, stone wall in front of us? With n- the, no, with the runes. Runes. Uh, show me. Point them out? I point them out. Which ones? The closest the ones. <laughs> Where are you standing? Uh, well, very standing rare, like... in front of the gate. Yeah, okay. so... yeah, so the ones around the gate. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll an Arcana check. All right, let's do that. Let's roll a check. Edward, do you know what this is? It's a wall. <laughs> Not 20. What? Not Edward Boom. absolutely knows Hey, let's go, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. you can see sense. that these are um, uh, symbols of enchantment. Um, nice. that have to do with um, the opening and closing of the gate. Hmm. Well, you see, Cather, these are symbols of enchantment, which means this gate area, this wall, however you want to say it, it's indeed enchanted. And it is indeed enchanted to open or close the gate. It's some sort of gatekeeping rune. I Would you like any more information? That's see. about it. I just don't like this place at all. You know, I that makes two of us. Luckily, <laughs> there's no there's no fire breathing beasts trying to keep us out currently. So that I count that as a pro. Yeah. So the four of you are in the gate. Um, Cather, Edward, do you follow? Slow. I'll keep some distance. I'll like how slowly. Mm, so that way, when the, pace. when the gate slams shut, you're stuck outside. Oh no, Cather! I'll just keep pace with Cather. Yeah, maybe right behind him. So however fast Cather goes, Drew, how fast does Cather go? I mean, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna probably stay like twenty or thirty feet back. Let's do that. Be- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, cool. So, Trek, Havel, Melora, and Renata, you guys. Step in to this semicircle, um, stepping through the gate and into this um, dimly lit room that has um, this statue on the far side. You can't see any doors, as you can see, um, but there's this statue of this um, regent, tall, handsome uh, man 
that Renaya you recognize to be the man that would also that would often visit. He's Lada. he's surprisingly ripped and jacked and well built. More than Cather, but yeah, more than Cather, but not quite, not quite as much as, as, much as Kia Moore. Right. No, right. it's in between. One being and, every um, ten being Cather. Every person, every person in this entire world is just jacked and ripped. And I'm not. I'd like to point out, um, I did not say that, but Crack isn't. Especially Cather. Um, that you recognize to be Amos. Um, and as you step into the room, you guys all look at him and his eyes for just a second glint and the gate closes behind you just before Edward and Cather can um, step into the room. Um, you guys can see in with each other, uh, but Cather and Edward, you guys are currently locked out of the semicircle room. Um, and as you guys look about, um, kind of confused and not sure what's yep. going to go on, we're gonna end the session. Yep. I saw this coming. I can feel it in me bones. Well, that tracks. No. Hey, on the bright side, wait. Lord, I can't walk. On the bright side, Edward and Katha were always last in initiative, anyways. So, like, right, how big of a loss is it really? Why did Laura can't move? Why? Oh, I forgot about that. It's not that big of a room. Right, but. If we if the room opens on the other side, then I have to stay in it. <laughs> you know, there's sure. a lot of question marks here. There, there's well, probably a way to open the we'll gate up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, if yeah, we, yeah. Definitely. If we scratch at the runes, maybe you know, maybe we can then the lift it back room. up. Then it can the never open again. Up. Well, no, <laughs> then I'll just lift it. If we end up dying outside the gate with everybody watching. And you guys, yeah, maybe might. We're just, we're, we're just, just you guys are. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> the four of them are inside. A displacer oh, right beast come back and just. <laughs> yeah, no, that's just what I was gonna say. The four of you guys oh, are cat. inside the key, like, no. inside safety. Catherine and Edward are out in the elements with yeah. the guardians going on. Yeah. They have ginger though, so. Yes, they, they have do ginger. have ginger. You no. Know, so when really... Ginger dies, it's not my fault. It's Cather's. Just remember that. That's not gonna happen. That's not. They're gonna, they're gonna fall asleep ginger outside. Ginger has plot armor, DJ. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't say outside. that like chat, that. Chat, chat declared plot armor. Yeah, chat. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Well, you guys should come back next time to see if I kill Ginger um, and tell your friends so they can all get emotionally attached <laughs> oh to this squirrel gosh. and then not want her to die. <laughs> yeah, get the only reason trouble. people show up. Bro. Yeah. Ginger is really, it's the only reason. It's Ginger's true. The only reason. I don't blame them. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. We really appreciate you guys coming back. Um, we're excited for some of the changes that have happened in our personal lives and hoping that uh, we can continue to stream. Um, we should be able to and get everything resituated and set up. Um, thank you guys for being patient with us as things have changed. A lot of things have changed and um, we're trying to make it work for you guys. Um, Eve, I see you. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but we love you guys. I care. <laughs> awesome do we have anything else that we want to say guys share us uh, sure to check merch out store Val yeah valentine's day one shot featuring <laughs> everyone's day one shot, favorite yes. dm lydia that's right she's my favorite yes. DM. uh yeah merch store if you love ginger we've got a pocket ginger shirt maybe pocket a hat ginger shirt we've got tons of things check it out yeah also www.thepaperdungeon.com merch 
guys, if you want to help us out, one of the best ways that you can help us out that's not directly like merch related or anything like that is just, you know, share us with your friends, share us with your family, share us with your dogs, your birds, your pets, you know, anyone your squirrels. that just tosses morning squirrels. squirrels. Yes, Any, anyone that. that can push a button and add that view count. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, send, send out that link, you know, and and, uh, and spread the love. We're, you know, we love making this content and we want yes, to... We 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 want there to be more of you guys. We love interacting with you guys, and we we love our dungeoneers. You know, yeah, we just we want 100%. more dungeoneers, right? We want to be we want to make a guild at this point. It's a cult. <laughs> it's a cult. We're a cult. Yes, it's true. It's a cult. And I'm Ginger it's a is our convent leader. It's right. true. All right, we'll is work out the details on a future date. I'm tricking. I also want to say, <laughs> right. hey, February one shot. <laughs> February one shot. Damned by Lydia Corin. Right. That's who it is. Very exciting, and that is why. I, I think I think that's the eighth all the things I can do at with. regular time. Grant, you you didn't have to say that as I've already said that earlier, but that is oh true. well, I guess I'm just bad We're at the cool. game. The streak <laughs> continues of Grant not paying attention to anything that we do. Um, but I do have a last thing now. I'm making no promises on dates, no promises on anything, but there has been conversation about a Discord at some point being started. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, look forward because to it. we're excited about future times with our Dungeoneers. I'm excited. We're all excited. So, anyways, just a little dabble, a little sprinkle of a hint there at some point. So, <laughs> excitement, Discord hype. Right. The end. Sweet. Right. Well, thank you guys so much. Um, good luck and Godspeed, Dungeoneers. We will see you next time right here at the Paper Dungeon. We love you. Seven o'clock, Monday night. Thank you for listening to the Paper Dungeon podcast. For more episodes and more information, visit our website at thepaperdungeon.com. We stream every Monday at 7 p.m. CST. See you next time, Dungeoneers. Good luck and Godspeed.